Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do we have a song this week? Uh, the neighbors think I'm really ghost. <laughs> I guess. That. M- mother suck I am. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest shit out. Yo, uh, Ghost lost his fuck. Well, what's his name? Omari Hardwick. Omari um, has take it, taken method acting to another level. Yo. Um, he's he's taken what Daniel Day-Lewis and Leonardo DiCaprio do and applied it to his actual life. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that live under a rock, uh, there is no more power book one. We didn't even know it was this was books, but what apparently. Was that? was that your phone? Get that. Uh, there's no more power book one. I we didn't. Did, I honestly we, didn't know the names. We didn't know there were books until yeah. the, the second one started. They're doing like non spinoffs of this. Yeah, for sure. There's a Tommy show. There's like a Proctor prequel. It's all yeah. type of just nonsense. There's a Kanan prequel. It's a, all types a, of nonsense. Sax. It's just ridiculous, yo. Sax in the city. <laughs> I haven't done the. Uh, the the recap of the second episode. I yeah. started. Did you watch the second? Episode? I haven't seen the first episode. I watched it. The, my, the the recap from the first episode exploded. <laughs> that shit went everywhere. The the second episode, I got like twenty minutes, and I just had to stop. I'm like, I can't, I can't. This shit can't is like apply myself to this because it's just the first episode was good. Yeah, it was. It, it I, you like by it, power standards as good as it could be. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But it's like. When you sit and you really look at just the dynamic of like writing, when you when you really understand crisp, fluent writing, yeah. you watch shows like Breaking Bad. You watch shows like The Wire. I don't even like comparing The Wire yeah. to that, but just Break like, Donovan to an extent, because that shit goes off the rails sometimes. Also, you watch the first couple seasons of Billions. You watch uh, just a lot of just fluent. Together writing. There's cohesion. This it, goes with this. D- there's callbacks later on in the season to shit that happened earlier in the season. There's Easter, what they call Easter eggs, where we're planning this yeah. for applying it later. There's cohesion. And that shit is just, <laughs> it's all over the place. Like, uh, the chick, Tamika, who was a fucking prosecutor for the U.S. state attorney, Became Tasha's lawyer on some sack scumbag to her to be Tasha's lawyer shit. And Tasha fired her for a public defender. The first day. <laughs> and it's just like, imagine like a uh, fucking Kev. Kev's a fucking former ADA, works for a big firm. Imagine him stepping in to be like, yo, I'm going to be a defense attorney, you know, on some shit for you. And you like, no, you can go. I got Rand Spear coming down. <laughs> like, like, what? Like, that's how bizarre power be at times where it's yeah. just like. None of this makes sense. And this new episode, it gets real like it like they burn they burn the brownie real fast yeah, in, the, in this super in the, quick in, the, in this joint. It, it goes left. For those fast. of you that you know are like day one listeners, and of I'm this not show. even finish it. Yeah, so. the, for those of you that are day one listeners of the show, you understand that our overall issue with power is that it started off really fucking good. Yeah, like the first two two and a half, maybe even the end of the third season made sense. It was it was there. Ghost was a ninja goon rat informant. No. However, the shit that he was doing was like, oh, I kind of understand that. And just at some point in season four, the shit just start unraveling, and these niggas start killing connects like it was yeah. going out of style. And 
every single episode from season four through the end of what was it, season six? Five. Five. Wasn't six? Was it six? I think it was six. It was all a it was, so, it was so, all a drug. So from blur. the beginning of season four to the end of whatever the last season was, whether it be five or six, Tommy and Ghost either together or on their own, did something every episode that would get them 9,000 years in jail or murdered in cold blood and thrown off a building. It just went, and, ne- and neither of which happened. When it got to the point where they were trying to kill each other, but then still came together to kill a connect, <laughs> I'm like, this shit is just it's baloney. We got to come together for the greater good yeah. of killing the connect. <laughs> this is baloney. I can't <laughs> fuck with this. Yeah, the show went off of a cliff, man. Now they got... When they killed... Uh, what was the uh, the 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 Russian connect? The one that was the infiltrated Ghost Club, Jason. No, not Jason. Jason was no the, Jason Mitchell's with um Milan. When they killed Milan, yeah. and then made Milan's workers come work for them. Bizarre. <laughs> just, I said no. This is they kill your whole family when you kill the connect. Uh, like this is crazy. They killed Lobos while he was being transported by the feds. Yes. They were trying to find ways to get in jail to kill Lobos. <laughs> <laughs> How can we infiltrate the jail with a lesser charge, but a federal charge, no doubt, that we will undoubtedly beat at preliminary to kill Lobos, which would extend our prison stay if we were to be discovered for killing him? The craziest shit on earth. It's terrible. Nuts. It's absolutely insane. But you get so far in, you can't stop watching this shit, and that's the problem. They kidnapped the lady connect in the federal courthouse (laughs) as ambulance drivers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like who's writing this <laughs> shit, man? Like, it, it, power is crazy as shit. And first couple, first couple seasons were really good. Yeah, and po- power is so was so poorly written at the end. You would think like a competing show was writing for them. Like they was like, yeah. like, like they would have the script and then they would go to shoot and then they'd be like, no, nah, we changed the yeah. script. Take this shit. And they was like, oh fuck it, like <laughs> spiking the punch. <laughs> But nobody spiked nobody it. Nobody said shit. <laughs> nobody like, spiked it. Just let it rock The up. punch came like this. <laughs> that shit is nuts. But yeah, no. Powers, it's... And it's so fucked up because you're invested in the characters. I say that shit all the time. It's like you, you've you grown up with Tariq. Yes. You've grown up with, with Tasha and, and all. You just... You, you invested. So. Tariq is literally the worst son of all time. The crazy part is he has moments, though, where he's like a decent actor. In his last episode, he had a, he had a, a back and forth with Bobby Brown that was really, really yeah. like no, he's good. super talented good. actor. And but then it just <laughs> twenty minutes later, he on some goofy shit, and you just like I ah, can't fuck with this young boy. But I'll get to finishing Power tonight and do the the recap, yeah, I guess, yeah. sooner or later. What's up with you though? Um, I'm good, man. Um, you know, I had a real super chill weekend. I didn't do nothing. I was in the house a lot. Uh, which is like my new thing nowadays. It's I, like the best place to be. Yo, honestly. man, I retired from the party game, and uh, I, I just I feel really good about it. Like you know, my homie, uh, my little bro, Rob Schuler, he's uh, been on tour for a month and a half. He hasn't been to Philadelphia in a month and a half. He just keeps going city to city. Every week he tells me, "This week I'm coming home." He hasn't come home and going on two months. And he was promoting some party yesterday, and he's like, "Yo, they keep bothering me about this, this." I say, "You see why I quit? You see yeah. why I'm done? Because it's just so much nonsense." Nonsense, and it's like, yo, you gonna walk away with three hundred and eighty-seven dollars at the end of the night, and motherfuckers is gonna get on your nerves the entire way leading up to it until you leave. And it's it's like the what do they say? The uh, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. It's just what it is. So 
I'm on to bigger and better things, but salute to all of my guys that's still in that game. Y'all got a lot of fucking heart. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with now, this Now, when shit. you say you're done, are you like... I'm finished. Are you Jordan done, or are you like... Where I am are with Are you it. magic done? Like, you might come back <laughs> in five years completely out of shape, or... Well, where, where or I, are you like fucking done? I'm at peace with my decision to do other shit. Um, I have like a lot of business development stuff that I've been doing, you know, through COVID and all of that, that I'm working on. Um, I've been like investing in stocks and shit like that. I've mm-hmm. gotten into that like kind of heavy. So it's just like I'm just on to other shit with myself. However, if certain events arise that make sense where it's like this is a six figure event and I can get a part of that, I'll, I'll do that. But just the day-to-day being like a club rat, being in Mirage and Fez and room service and all that scumbag shit, like, I don't want nothing to do with that part of it. Like, because half of the job is showing up. It's like half of it is the promotion and the work you do in advance. The other back-end part is being present because part of it is people want to party with you people want to see you and be social and that part of it is what i hate mm-hmm. not the promotional aspect of it i'm great at what i do but i don't want to see these people i hate all of them why do i want to come and be social with y'all and i really hate all of y'all and then i looked at the biggest tipping point was i looked at all the money i was saving by not having to go out where it was like i was justifying stupid shit like if i make a thousand dollars and i spend fucking 600 and then i net 400 it's like oh well that was additional money and it's like no motherfucker that was true income that you forgo you forgave in order to create part of the experience and it's like once i realized that i was a the main lion in the fucking three ring circus i gotta get out of this shit because it's literally costing me 40 to 60 percent of my gross income just to keep this train rolling just to keep the uh the wheels moving yeah at that point it's pointless yeah i mean it's too many ebbs and flows to the shit. Like it, like like this time of the year right now. Like I don't know if you know. I'm sure you you've been outside. You've been riding your bike, shit like that. There's nobody on the streets anywhere. Like just in general. Like not even like nightlife wise because nothing is open. But in general, there's nobody at the malls. There's nobody at fucking sex. There's shit. They everywhere. I have I, listen. I was you, I, I, could you know they do outdoor dining. Well, but that's different. That's not black people. Yeah, I'm nah. speaking urban wise. Oh, you're talking about like as far as like a entertainment nightlife experience. Oh yeah, no. Nah. There's nothing going on. I mean, Philly. We, we, I think me and Kev had it. Yeah, like Philly legit doesn't have one. Like we don't have a, a. There's no reason for people to come here. I think it was. Damn, somebody tweeted it the other day, and I saw it on a retweet. Might have been Ed. Might have been Emac. Might have been. Oh, something about uh, artists will come here for a artists concert, come, but not for the promo, artists for a press run. come through Philly for the concert, but they don't come to Philly for the press run. And it's just like, yeah. yeah. And that's where it's just like, damn, like, we might have to become that. Because it's just, there is, there, there is no... Yeah. That whole entire market... It's deleted. It's just, it just doesn't <laughs> yeah, exist. It doesn't exist. I say all the time, in Philadelphia, it's like... Work at Comcast, work at UPenn, work at PGW and Pico, work at SEPTA. Work at the airport. Huge divide. Drug dealer, contract killer, 
hopefully go to yeah. the league. It, there, there's like nothing in between those joints. The re- people always ask, like, why doesn't Philly have a scene like D.C. or New York or blah, blah, blah? And I had to explain it to him. I said, the reason why is because we have an absence of white-collar professional jobs. Like I say all the time, everybody I know who's successful is either driving a bus or tying people up. And there's really no there's in no between. There's no in between. And it's just there 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 aren't I don't know like how we always say Kev's the one lawyer. Yeah. This this person's the one doctor. Yeah. That person is the one, you know, this it it just is what it is. So there really isn't like a whole ball. Whereas if you go to DC, there's 50 Kevs. Mm. There's li- there's 50 of him. And then you have like Wayne and Tony that not only they started as promoters but now they own all the fucking clubs. You know what I'm saying? Like there's upward mobility for black folks that are trying to move upward. Whereas here it's like a glass ceiling where it's like no matter how successful you get I in the think, party I don't even game, think the ceiling is glass here. That's the crazy part. <laughs> It's like hay. <laughs> it's like a hay ceiling. But it's like no matter how successful you get Marginally speaking, even if you go on to own some shit, it's it's like phantom ownership. It's like a lease wrapped in an agreement shrouded as ownership. It's never what people make it out to be where a motherfucker is going and paying 400000 and buying a building, buying a liquor license, and really owning some shit. It's almost, that's the 1%. It's almost never that. And that goes for the most successful promoters to ever do this shit yeah. They don't own shit And once I realized that It's like Yeah you can get An equity stake You can get A marketing director job Like what I had At Vanity Grand You can get Other job offers And shit like What Reserve offered me And shit like that But as far as True ownership Motherfucker ain't Really trying to Come off What they got Because they caught it As such an incredible Still 20-30 years ago And they made their money 19 years ago yeah. They don't. They just like no. I just hold on to the shit. Like like I've I've been in negotiations to try to buy multiple nightclubs with between my personal money and I had investors and shit like that. Nobody wants to give they shit up because they're afraid of the what if. What if I sell this shit and then they get it popping and then I could have. It's like yeah. they they base their negotiation off unrealized income. And they all do it. The white owners, the black owners, the Asian owners, they all do the same shit. Like, they base their negotiation off unrealized income versus, like, this is what it is. Your liquor license is worth this. Your real estate is worth this. You made XYZ last year. If you do a seven-time multiple or a ten-times multiple, your business is worth this. It's always based on some, well... I think it's, it's what if the Sixers <laughs> draft Allen Iverson Jr. Yeah, it's like. always some bullshit in the negotiation. So it's like for somebody like me that's that needs that upward mobility and progress to feel like I'm I'm really making headway with what I'm doing. I, the game is fixed. I can't be a part of this shit in a weird way. And I, I don't want to diss nobody or sound you know whatever, but. There are a lot of people who really don't have a, a upward mobility mind. Exactly. I mean, honestly, that's how jobs work. Like, I've literally, like, the perfect example, I've been in my job 12 years. I'm, I'm miserable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I have to go back tomorrow. <laughs> nigga, I'm, I bought two lottery tickets. Like, you know, like it shit. might be the day, yeah, nigga. Like 50000 a week for, li- for life sound great. That's dog. But it's like, you know what, what bothers me so much? And, like, at, at the end of the day, I do do shit. I do try shit. I do go over here, do this. We have 
the number one podcast in Philly. I'm a successful poker player. I've won tournaments. Yeah. Shit, I came in third place at the Philly Poker Open. I do all kinds of other shit. You know what pains me the most when I see motherfuckers that I like work with and have jobs and shit like that is when it's their anniversary at the job and they post that shit online and be like, 19 more to go. And it'd be like, you just chalked it up already. <laughs> it's just, over. It's just over. You just yeah, hung it up. It's over now. But the thing is, it was over the day they got hired. They were they were counting down to retirement from the moment I, they got I hired. Seen a, I seen a chick I know who got a job, you know, whatever, whatever, and with us and... She literally posted about it like, you know, the you know, I got the new job, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And it, it, one of the hashtags was I'm about to knock this 30 out. And I'm just like, that sounds like a bid. Yeah. Like that don't even sound fun. If you talk to any business professional when you're setting goals, they tell you to um to set smart goals, uh stretch, measurable, attainable, reach and then whatever the fuck the last the T is or whatever like that. Meaning like your goals should always constantly be changing. Listen. As you hit certain benchmarks, you should be altering your goals to do some more shit. Right. So if your goal is a 30 if you have a 30 year goal, you lost already. Yeah. Because you should never measure your success in any period longer than like 5 years. No. Like uh, so you do like short term goals then a long term goal so it's like a year three years five years so it's like i do every single year i reassess my goals like what did i do last year did i hit this da, da, da. did i save this money that i wanted to save did i buy a property did i get the car that i wanted did like i because the way my mind works i'm gonna drive myself crazy if i'm not actively working towards shit mm -hmm. because that means i'm just another cog in the wheel of the rat race just turning this shit and i'm not actually going nowhere and people mistake motion with progress yes you can be on a treadmill but you ain't going nowhere bingo and people will think because it's like oh yeah i get up every day i go to work my check come every wednesday blah 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 I make a stack a week which is a nigga's dream i make a stack a week <laughs> <laughs> make a stack a week like i got a nice Yo. i got a nice crib <laughs> it's so funny because niggas at my job say shit like uh yeah, you know, because we pick runs, and the runs, some Jones be like 44 for the week, 45, 50. We got runs that be 65 hours for the yeah. week. And you'll hear the old head say, yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really want to go over on the 54, but, you know, it paid 58. You know, I, I, I need that comma. You know what I'm saying? As long as I get that comma every Thursday, I'll be like, dog, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's real That is a yeah, nigga's dream So it's like Before it was $15 an hour Back in the day It was like a nigga Making 15 like Early 2000s Man I make $15 an hour Oh shit They hiring now you know? Now it's If a nigga make a stack a week After taxes They They made it yeah. And it's like Yo I, I, I got You know I got the Uh I got the show Taurus on dubs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got mad, mad show Tauruses <laughs> and, uh, and Q50 Infinities. <laughs> I got the show Taurus. You know I'm saying? If you really doing good, you got the Q70L. Yeah. And I bought my grandmom crib cash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> and it's like, for me... <laughs> That That's sh real shit That shit ain't good enough yeah. You know what I'm saying Like that shit ain't good enough I want to be able to go to fucking Milan and Monte Carlo And Paris And yeah. whenever I want though Like yeah. not on some like We saving up Three years from now 2024 Is on It'd be, it be crazy like Just cause I experienced Both sides of it You know what I'm saying Like You know I was kicking it with one of my homies the other night, white dude. He, 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 we met playing poker and we became cool and shit. So yeah. we went and got some food the other night. And he was like, yo, I'm going to come scoop you. I'm like, all right, cool. So he's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Come, 
I'm, you know where I live at, like dead yeah, lane yeah. or whatever. So he was like, yeah, come outside. So I come outside. Now, I, he, he got a 750 uh, BMW. So I'm, I come out. I'm like, looking at shit. I'm like, fuck you at. He flicked the lights. It's the new M8. I'm just like, here we go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here we go. So I get in a car with him, whatever, whatever. And he just like talking like just shit. Not, not yeah, yeah, on yeah. some stunting. Just like. This is what's going on with me. You know, whatever, whatever. And he telling me, like, yo, bro, like, da-da-da, I'm trying to get this whole thing set up out Vegas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should relocate, da 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 I'm just like, I mean, you know, I'm open to this shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. Like, he's trying to get into, like, some weed dispensary shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, yeah, like, you know, and it's crazy, though, because me and him were having a conversation. We get... Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean, like, when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. So, like, beat down with the, like... We don't believe you can just up and go. Yeah. And I was like, I'm for victim to that shit I a lot. I talked myself out of upping and going 10 times, Listen, my nigga. listen. 10 times. Listen, listen. I keep it a buck with you. You know, 2014, when I was on that crazy run playing poker, I made like 90 grand while I was out with the Achilles. You know what I'm saying? And I was on the tip like, yo, when it comes time for me to go back, I ain't going back. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm going to focus on this poker shit full time. And the worst decision I ever made in life was I started telling people because no one is a, everyone. What? You make $33 an hour and you got benefits and you got pension. Why would you, you walk away from you talking about? And then I had a crazy month, lost a bunch. And then sure enough, I just was like, yeah, let me cool the fuck out. But in hindsight, I'm like, I should. There's no reason for me to have not just up and just. You should have just went. And and, and and a lot of the not to cut you off, bro, but a lot of the conversation, like we talk behind the scenes, we talk every single day, mm -hmm. and we talk about like belief and the fact that like white people believe they can do whatever Anything. the fuck they want to do. When Horny Mike decided I'm about to put horns on all this shit, you know what he did? He put horns, horns on, on all, all that, that shit. And now he's a multi-millionaire, I'm sure. Yo, my homie, horns he shit. went off the other day. My homie sent me, he was in a, uh, the 7-Eleven out in Vegas and shit, because you know, I got people all over there. Horny Mike has his own beef, beef jerky. jerky. It's the craziest shit on earth. And the marketing for it is, it's, it's insane. It's like, it's like, Food rape. <laughs> it's like the marketing. It's like horny Mike wants you in his wants wants him in your mouth. Like that's Hor on the packaging. Horny Mike is the best and worst example of what you're talking. Yo, about. horny Mike is crazy as shit. Man. On a dial down example, Justin. We talk about Justin a lot on this. Like you just woke up one. Like Justin wakes up and is like, I'm moving to Vegas. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the marketing director for the Baltimore Ravens fucking radio network. You know what I'm saying? Like literally just whatever the fuck they want. And no matter how good your situation may be or how good the upside of it may be, if you black people will talk you out of that shit.
Horny Mike's Beef Jerky. Once inside you. This is in stores. This is on the packaging. This is on the packaging. Eat my meat. You can't handle my meat. Always an explosion of flavor in your mouth. You can't beat my meat. Dropping loads since 1969. These are the flavors. <laughs> Horny mesquite. Horny mesquite. <laughs> Horny mesquite is crazy as shit. Original beef and mystery meat. <laughs> These are the flavors. It's crazy as shit. It's like. Horny Mike, ladies and gentlemen. Horny Mike, like, now I'm about to put horns on all that shit, and we're going to blow and get a television show. Selling $5,000 fucking horn helmets. But black folks, it's just like, if you want to do anything You out- can tell niggas you want to move to Delaware, and they'll talk you out. Yo! <laughs> I mean, that shit far as shit. Like, you got to come to the city every day. Why would, you move-, <laughs> Why would you move to Delaware? When I tell motherfuckers we was looking at cribs down in fucking Smyrna, they're like, so you going to take that drive every day? And it's just like, yes, I guess. <laughs> For my peace of mind and to be away from niggas like you, absolutely. Puff was going from New York to D.C. every day. Every single day on the train. So it ain't that wild. But you're right. You Anything you decide to do. So, you know, all, all of that tells us is that you just you just you can't listen to nobody like I always said like that was the worst thing I think I ever did was start listening to not even just like people in general my family yeah. friends and shit motherfuckers will really really start second guess have you second guessing it and that's the craziest part you could legit come up with an idea or make a decision and be like yeah that's what I want to do but if you start listening to enough people and you'll talk yourself out of it like I came about even when I decided on the whole weight loss surgery shit I literally said this shit to a couple people, and they was like, you, you you, sure? Like, you really? And it's just like, the doctor said I might but die. die. Like, <laughs> it's like, this wasn't a suggestion. This like, was like, you have to do like this. My heart can't function with the weight any yeah. longer. Like, do you understand? Yeah, what? I'm, I'm, uh, and it's just, you're right. Motherfuckers hear anything that's off, of, off kilter, what they think or believe, and yeah. they just like, I don't know. I don't know if you should. Yeah, yeah. And they start doing all, and then you'll start sitting, sulking, uh, damn, yeah. Yeah, like, you know. Uh, and so that's why it's like I've gotten to the point now where it's just like decisions that impact my life. They hold that shit close to the chest. You I, have to. I discuss it with like you, Jules, yeah. Ra, level headed people. <laughs> just, not, not even that, just the people who actually like talk to me, the people who I actually yeah. like. And that's not a diss towards nobody, but it's just. If I don't have day-to-day dialogue with you to where I know the ins and outs and you know the ins and outs, why am I taking your, your all your shit is at face value. Why right. am I listening to you when it comes down to, you know, what car I'm about to get or what this I'm exactly. about to do or what loan I'm about to, like, what, what the fuck? Exactly. Because all you going to do is judge and say stupid shit any fucking way. No bullshit. So it's just like, yeah, you just get warm. It's just like, you can't listen to I mean, to shit. And then for me, like, I've I've had the opposite where, like, I talked myself out of shit. Like, I didn't even talk to nobody. You know, about, what happens like, is I'll talk myself out of shit after talking with. <laughs> I'll not talk to nobody at all and still talk myself out of some shit. I was moving to Cali five times. I was moving to Houston three times. I was going to move to South Florida a couple years ago. I, I, I remember the, the Miami shit was done. Yo, it was like a it was done. Like when you when I I remember me you and Ra had to talk, and I like a week passed. And I remember Ra was like, "Yo, so when is Chad leaving?" And I'm just like, "I don't know." It feels a little Chris Paulish because <laughs> the niggas just like still here. And it was just like, "Yeah, I thought the shit was a done deal." Yeah. 
You know, and that's just you know. I was look, listen. I was looking at apartments. I was talking to my peoples that live down there. People that I know transported from other markets. Like I got a, my my man Nate. He moved from uh, New York down to Miami, and I was talking to him, and he like, yeah, these are the best apartment buildings, and da da da, and they'll let you Airbnb, and if you want to go back and forth, blah blah blah, that's a good option to be able to you know realize some of your money back, and this like I had the whole shit mapped out. What car I'm gonna get? Should I buy it here or buy it down there? And should I buy it here and ship it down or leave it there or buy it there and like i had the whole shit going and then i was just like then i got the fucking uh the marketing job with vanity and it just was a wrap and i'm just like fuck i'm i'm stuck again you know what i'm saying and it's just like you know you look up and then it's two and a half years then pass and you still not where the fuck you supposed to be and it's crazy because the thing with me is i know this sounds i know everybody's fake rich i know that so it's like it might not make sense to all the normal people who follow me and shit it'll make total sense I definitely at times do struggle with walking away from the guarantee, not even just the guarantee. The fact that I'm so like my homegirl yesterday was like, yo, when the fuck do you work? And I'm just like, ah, you know, I get busy every now and then. Every now and then, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like I told her, I'm like, you know, I got to go back to work on Tuesday or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, damn, that's salty. I was like, yeah, but my vacation, you know, next week. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just like, hey, listen, I can't help the way this shit. You know, it's like after a while, you know, you got time in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, use it or lose it. Dennis Rodman straight was like, look, I ain't, I need a couple days. I holler at y'all. They're like, they like, all right, go ahead. Do your thing, guys. We, we, you know, we went in chips. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, my thing is, I've had this conversation with Lee. I've had this shit with Robbie. Me and Jules have talked about it. It's just like, one of these days, I'm going to just up and be gone. Yeah. To where it's just like, yo, I'm pack all this shit up. Really, all I need is the sneaks. Right. And let's get the fuck going out of it. And I'm, and I'm just going to go. And it's just like, at the end of the day, I got damn near 20 years of fucking transportation experience. I got two CDLs. Yeah. You know, I got a CDL in fucking Utah and in Indiana. Right. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, here's like the, the going back to the belief part, it's like, we be. Conditioning ourselves and convincing ourselves that it won't work, even though all your skill set and your experience tells you it will definitely work. I was like that with the podcast. Dead ass. All right, man, this shit ain't gonna fucking work. Whole time. We should have been doing this shit. For sure. You know what I mean? It took well, it took a year of a year of me bullshit. <laughs> easily. Like, yo, I'm telling you, I'm eventually Rob was just like, it ain't happening. And I'm like, all right, I respect that. Matt was still like, oh, I'm let me figure this out. And this and I'm like, yo, motherfucker, we record on January eighteenth. Like, either you're gonna be there or you're not gonna be there. And and you know, ultimately the shit worked. Like over the last four weeks, this little run we've been on, we've been getting so much feedback from people about like the conversation and like the timeliness of the conversation and the shit that we talking about. And uh, one of my people hit me up that I went to high school with and was like, yo, y'all been on fire. Like y'all giving me better content than to read right now. Like y'all are my top listen. Like I go to y'all, y'all put some shit out. I go to y'all. I stop what I'm doing and mm-hmm. I go to y'all first. My man in Detroit hit me up. was like, yo, if y'all want a TRP street team out here, I'll pay niggas out my yeah, own yeah. pocket to pass out fucking stickers and QR codes and da da da. Like I'm putting this shit on everybody phone. I come in contact with. Shout out, shit shout out Edo Smith. He's a running back from the Falcons. He yeah. hit me and was like, yo, I'm playing this shit in the locker room. I'm like, word. That's yeah. my guy. Like, yeah. Like, you know, so it's, it's definitely, it's there. The movement is, you know, it's going. It's a groundswell, you know. Yeah. What I'm Who needs an alarm in the morning 
when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And the thing is, we so good, not to be cocky, but we so good at this shit. We didn't had about three, four of these. What? As far as like the... The groundswell where it's like, yo, y'all. Oh, like talking about like the the, the bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had like three or four of these. And the, the most recent one was earlier this year when we, you know, came back, went on that run of shows, did the live show and all of that shit. We was on fire. And then Corona just. Yeah. Because we had a second show set up, all of that shit. But, you know, we had a whole plan set up around. Do a show Do a special merch release With every show Get back to doing the merch Adding the video component yeah. This Like we we Excuse me We had it all mapped out And then Corona just Shut every fucking Flatlined thing Flatlined everybody Flatlined everything And um But you know We gonna get back to it But in the absence of that We start finding other shit We got a new studio situation We got uh, Justin, which is where who we start kind of came full circle. Who we started with is handling the marketing piece of it, as far as like trying to secure consistent sponsorship and shit like that. And um, I actually caught Gillian Wallow was on Drink Champs this weekend, and Wallow talked a lot about their ad game and the uh, fact Jules, that Jules mentioned it to me the other day, and I, I was I, I'm, I'm gonna go check it out because you he got was, to that number one. They they killed it. it was a great fucking episode. Like their chemistry and then the shit that they was talking about was so. Timely, like it was good information, especially for where we are right now mm-hmm. on the upward trajectory, trying to yeah. get a deal and all of that shit. It was perfect, and and Wallow literally talked about like literally canvassing and going out and finding sponsorship money, and basically telling them, "Yo, I need twenty racks for eight minutes. We do four shows a month. I'm gonna give you two minutes yeah, on every Jules. show. This is exact I'm gonna, shit Jules I'm gonna blast me. your shit out for two He's minutes. Talking about Hyundai, I'm and, a Springfield uh, Hyundai, D- D- Danny's Auto. Danny's Auto. Like, I'm gonna make noise. I'm gonna spread. I'm gonna bang your. Sh- we gonna go crazy for two minutes every show, but I can only do three month packages." I can only do six month packages. And they said fucking Springfield Hyundai signed up for a lifetime package where they pay them six months at a time every six months going forward because they helped them sell so many fucking cars. And I'm just like, holy shit, that's like a, that's a local business that yeah. they going and getting these big budgets from. And what he said was when I'm going in and I'm meeting with the owners of these businesses, it's always one young kid in the room that's an exec or a marketing guy or whatever that understands the power of podcast advertising and that's what sort of like the Will with deal. kicks. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. need an ad- in order to, I say all that to say, you need an advocate in the room to mm-hmm. be able to close them deals. Will was sending us fucking checks left and right. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was <laughs> Crazy. It was a good time. <laughs> he like, yo, you come to my mom's house. I got yeah. these checks so I can mail them. But, like, stay where you at, nigga. Yeah, real shit. But nah, Jules was telling me a nigga down there in Carolina. I forgot the name of him. One of the niggas from the Panthers. He had to deal with like one of the local car dealerships to do commercials and radio shit, and they gave him two Hellcats. And it's just like, yeah, like shit like that. Like, yeah. you give me a Hellcat, <laughs> nigga. Gary Barbera's <laughs> place to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just what it is. Like, so yeah, no, I totally understand that aspect of it. Like I said, I'm probably gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, but no, it was it was really good. It's like that particular part of it was like he was giving up the game on like, yo, be we was able to leverage. Certain shit in our deal because we came in with all of these sponsors from fucking uh, like our 10th episode. We had consistent sponsorship, big sponsors, too, that was like, you know, kicking in and covering the cost of, you know, not just the cost of our recording, but just money like real 
sizable money. So they've probably touched over an M in sponsorship over, you know, 60 however many episodes, whatever yeah. the fuck they had. So that was some good game that uh, Wallow gave up on that joint. Yeah, I'm going to definitely check that shit out. That's where the fuck we're trying to go to with this shit. I know that. That is for damn sure. Where do you want to start this week? Um... You, it's a it's a lot going on. We could we could start in like I don't want to start with the nonsense. Let's save that for a little bit. Uh, we could talk about virtual learning. I w- let's talk or, about virtual learning. Yeah, because that's all over. That's a little bit of nonsense. Yes. Um, um before before the TRPE Twitter page was untimely uh, suspended. Let's start with that. <laughs> How about that? Then we can go into the. Uh, so yeah, so the TRPE uh, Twitter page is uh, suspended at the present moment. Um, How many more days do we have? I don't even know. I have a petition in right now to okay. uh, to get off suspension. But my I'll, I'll, before I tell how I'll tell I'll say this. My problem with Twitter is that they've gone from the wild wild west where you have this lawless community where you can do and say whatever the fuck you want. And even to this day, there's Twitter porn where it's like I could watch a guy fuck a chick in her ear right now yeah. if I log on Twitter. But if you say any of the wrong buzzwords. You out of there yeah. Either for a short term Or an extended period of time You up out of there Air going you out Going you in <laughs> Going you out Going you out And The problem that I have With Twitter And if anybody From Twitter is listening I don't care if you work In a mail room Let Jack Dorsey Know this shit The problem that I have With Twitter Is that There's no room For context And there's no room For Like Nuance I, I was I, I was I was kind of thinking nuance maybe is that yeah. There's no room for context or nuance where it's like while I use one of your buzzwords, what, what I say, what am I saying? What am I saying? And it was it offensive or not? And they don't take that stance. They just oh, you use this word twelve hours. You use this word seven days. You use this word, we don't know, nigga. We gotta. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on a we don't know, nigga. Suspension right we now. No, nigga. <laughs> So, <laughs> I haven't made a new... That's p- real, yo. We don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't made a new page Give yet. Give us a sec. We'll figure this <laughs> yeah, out. We got to troubleshoot some yeah. shit. We going to figure this the fuck out, nigga. Yeah, that's real. This ain't your first time in the principal's office, motherfucker. Yeah. So... And my problem now is the problem that I had then and before. It's always, it's no context to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was joking around with Aaron one time, England E, and y'all know she's crazy as fuck. Yeah. And we was joking around basically saying, like, stuff that girls say when, like, guys cheat on them and shit like that. And, or when guys turn them down. And I'm in using quotes and everything, and it's like, nope. <laughs> Seven days, nigga. Like you yeah. out of here, and it's like, yo, it's no room for context or nuance. I was having a conversation yesterday with somebody. And I was talking about how Twitter used to be. Like, remember Philly Twitter? That it was, bro. It, yeah, bro. Yeah, I've seen some shit get said on there that you just like, wait, what? There was, I, I would not say who, because they've changed their life. They had a, they had a whole rape series of tweets. Yeah, you know who I'm referring yeah, to, one hundred percent. And it's like. That was just on a Tuesday. It's <laughs> like a regular. Tuesday. You remember the picture with Woody when it was like race time? <laughs> like that was a real thing. That was a regular thing. Yo. So it's like, yo, to go from that, which is like looking back, hindsight is 2020. We can look back and say, we were out of pocket. Me and Matt have taken 
at least 36 hours of our own individual time to delete old I'm, tweets. I'm going back and deleted a lot of shit. That will come back to fuck our lives up. Yeah. Because right now, a few people care about us. If a national audience cares about us, I'm not trying to get Kevin Harden. Yeah. So I already took the time to delete all of that shit and scrub the entire internet of any nonsense or just blatantly offensive material. Right. It was there. So we've atoned for our past actions. And coming forward, it's like, we now you can't say shit. No. So you come from a point where you could, like, blow a motherfucker brains out on the timeline and post it, and yeah. now you can't say shit. So what I did was I said, in reporting on those girls that Adam22 has on his platform, yeah. I said a tranny, a transgender, but I used the slang word tranny, lied on Chingy and fucked his life up. This is 100% true. The transgender woman in question, Sydney Starr, lied on Chingy, took a picture with him, ran with it, said that made these fake text messages, all this shit, literally fucked Chingy's life up to the point where everybody thought that he was he was in love with transgenders and this and this. And this is at a time where hip-hop is at peak homophobia. Yeah, like... So what I said, 100% true, use the slang word, tranny, and... The context of what I'm saying being 100% true does not matter, despite the fact that Sydney Starr later came out in the media and said, I want to apologize to Chingy. I lied for 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 uh, for uh, clout and for attention and da-da-da, and it helped build up my social media following, and I was able to do X, Y, Z as a result of it. But I, looking back, I really ruined his life, and I, I want to apologize. And it's like, a little too little too late, yeah. <laughs> but... On the same token, the fact of what I said is 100% true, but now I got to go sit on the bench for 9,700 hours or however the fuck long because I use this slang word of training. Yeah. I mean, that's all social media, though. It's not just Twitter. Yeah, it's Facebook, Instagram. Like, we talked about it the other day. Um, there are, I, I don't know if y'all realize, but like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, fucking Black Planet, all these motherfuckers. <laughs> They have entire teams dedicated. They have entire departments, yeah. like whole staffs. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. That are working in not letting certain content exactly. go on. Mm -hmm. So when you post a video or post a picture and it gets deleted and they send you an email like you violated the guidelines, nobody's hating on you. Yeah. There was no one that spammed you. You know how people will screenshot it and post it like, which one of you bitch-ass <laughs> niggas was hating on my post? Who's hating on the kid? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which one of them niggas that be talking shit? Like, like nobody's hating on you. Yeah. It's what it is, is you did something that came up as a red flag yeah. on their system and they got rid of it. Yeah, they have technology that scans everything that you post because what a lot of people don't understand is three words, terms and conditions. You sign terms and conditions. You don't read it, but you sign it when you log on the to drama, these you, you hit the thumb real fast <laughs> and it hit OK at the bottom. That's that the, shit, terms, that's and the terms and conditions. So it's like when you fly through yeah. that shit. <laughs> like you playing speedball. <laughs> <laughs> you fly real through the shit. terms and conditions and then you get to the bottom and just click the fucking arbitrary check mark or the X. You don't realize that you're giving them the right to patrol your social media and what you post because this is a online community. And any community 
whether it be a physical community of apartments where me or Matt live or whatever, you have a code of ethics and a code of decency. Code of conduct. Code of conduct. If you violate any of those codes, you either get suspended, you get a warning, you get a reprimand, you get suspended, or you get kicked out the fucking community. And if you rack up enough suspensions or warnings, you got to fucking go. So what people don't be understanding is a lot of times it's not necessarily what you did. It may be the buildup of prior shit that you said on one of these communities right. that ultimately get your shit suspended after they flagged you 14 times. Right. But you can appeal all of this shit. But usually I don't even think they read the appeals. Yeah. Like, it's like a thing. It's like, oh, this nigga's stupid. We're going to delete it. We're going to delete shit deleted. Or like, oh, you only had one prior infraction. We're going to give you your page back or whatever. I've very rarely seen people get their pages back, though, once they get deleted. Shit, Boosie offers Zuckerberg, what, 100 grand? They offer him 100,000? Need my page back, bro. Yeah. Zuck, 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 Zuckenberg, I need yeah. my page back, bro. He said, look, I'll give you a bean. Give my page back, man. I'm a slave to this shit. Like, <laughs> shit is crazy. Dog. I ain't gonna do it no more, bro. I yeah. promise, I ain't gonna do it. But yeah, Chad, the 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 podcast Twitter is down right now. Hopefully, we get it back. I'm praying. Listen, with Chad I, over uh, here. listen, I, uh, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna just tweet all promo for now. <laughs> Me tweeting anything opinion based, <laughs> nigga, out. I I just feel like it's 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 it is weird to a certain extent because it's like no matter what. There are some people who can tweet anything. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, even Deuce will be like, on oh, Love Jolly, let me have said this. <laughs> or let me have, yeah, and that's, it, any, some people can just get off any tweet. Yeah. And it don't really, but like, uh, BF. See how I had to struggle to call him BF? <laughs> BF say one or two things. He out of there. You done yeah. for the week. Ain't this the Hitler ball? That's how they be looking Didn't at Didn't we him. tell you don't make another page? <laughs> Ain't this the Hitler ball? Get his ass out of there. That shit is real. If you're a certain person, you can say certain things. But certain people, you can't get off two or three tweets. And especially once it goes off into that that weird little pocket of Twitter where everybody's like angry <laughs> and shit. And then they start going through all your images. Yeah, you, you broke ugly and you don't got no hoes, Twitter. <laughs> that shit is, is just bizarre. Yo, um, that was my permanent residence. On my This Ain't Me page, I lived there. Like, that was that was my address. Like, I lived in that corner of Twitter. They hated my ass. Okay, so I got a quote from this girl the other day, right? And it was like, it was so bizarre to me because I'm like, I haven't tweeted. Like, you know how you just don't tweet? I, I didn't tweet for like two, three days. Yeah. So I saw the quote pop up. Then I saw the quote pop up. Another quote. Then another quote. Then another quote. Then a retweet. A retweet. I'm just like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? The girl, this is the, the initial quote. And it's got a whole bunch of retweets. But why would there be? The page was created to give dark-skinned women more representation in the media and make them feel seen. Light-skinned women already have that in the media. You niggas hate your mamas. So I'm just like, what the fuck did I say? <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? So I had to go find the tweet. The tweet is from seven months ago. She found this shit from seven months ago. I tweeted you and BF. Yeah. I came across a page on IG yesterday called Dark Skin Women. There's a page on Instagram called Dark Skin Women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it has a million followers. I, said, oh, I, I remember this. I said, I wonder if there's a page called Light Skin Women. How, if there is a page called at Light Skin Women, how would people react? I looked and there isn't one. Nothing offensive. That was what I said. Straight and, conjecture, called it right down the middle and asked a question at the end. And somehow I hate my mama. <laughs> and 
<laughs> I was just like, Twitter is crazy. And she had a whole bunch of retweets on that shit. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, this, how did we get here? This shit is from months ago. And simply all I was stating was, yo, I, I came across the crazy part is, whispers, I follow the page. <laughs> It's it's a page called it's called dark skin women. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I saw it. and I'm like, oh, this is lit. I follow it. I'm, I'm I don't go on it often, but I'm like, <laughs> if there was a page called light skin women, mulatto queens, people would people would be offended. You know what I'm saying? It's just what it is. People would legit be offended. Yeah. And it goes back to that Chris Rock shit he said in uh, I want to say it was never scared, maybe never scared. It damn sure wasn't uh, uh what was the Johnny Depp in Brooklyn? Not bring the pain. Um, bigger or blacker. I think it was never scared. But he was saying how when you're poor, you can make jokes about rich people. But when you're rich, you can't, can't make, make jokes, jokes about, about poor, poor people. people. When you're fat, you can make jokes about well, skinny, skinny people. people. But yeah. when you're skinny, you can't make jokes about fat people. And it's just like, I was never one. Like, I, jokes is jokes. If they're funny, it's funny. And, and it's just this whole dark skin, light skin thing, it's gotten to the point where it's just like, it's a detriment to y'all. Yeah, it, it's it's consumed them. Like, they literally they say, like, living rent free in your head. Like, they look for the colorism in everything. I saw a John recently that was like, Martin was colorist. And I was just like, come again? And it was like, yeah, why he always has so much negative shit to say about Pam? I'm like, because that was his bitch friend. I'm like, right. I talk mad shit about all of it. Like, that's what, it, that's what you do. It's like, they all hit. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're not really hit, but they all hit. It's just, that's the way, the, and that was the way the show was designed, have him bickering right. with his lady's best friend and vice versa. People are really stupid. You know what I saw yesterday before we get in this virtual learning shit? They're renting out the Fresh Prince house. Really? Did you see that? The uh, actual Bel Air mansion no, that he would throw jazz out yeah, yeah, yeah. of and, you know, they use with the pillars and shit. They're renting it out. So the people who own the house, they're like, it's going up for like Airbnb and shit. So Will and Jazzy Jeff went and took pictures in front of the shit. You know what I'm saying? And the be the bedroom is like, a, it's got crazy Will Smith art. It's got all the Jordan 5s. Because if you watch the show, you remember he made the Jordan uh -huh. 5 like famous and yeah. shit. And then like the Bel Air 5 sit up on the jaw. Then one of the game rooms got a bunch of Fresh Prince paintings or whatever, whatever. But you can see the pictures on the post on Instagram from the inside of the house. Yeah. People are on the post like, why the fuck they changed the living room around? Or why the fuck the kitchen don't look like it looked on the show? And I'm just like... You niggas do know that that's called a set, <laughs> right? Like you know that wasn't an actual. You know this house. wasn't the real world. <laughs> like, like, dog. I'm like, you know that that wasn't an actual house. They was outside of the house, yes, but inside the house was a TV set. You know, that's how the laughs used to come in because there'd be people in the crowd and shit. Like, they weren't. You in. do know they wasn't bringing them big ass cameras up and down the stairs like, you, to you, film they in the house. They weren't in an actual crib. <laughs> that was a TV set. And I'm just like, yo, people are stupid, yo. They've gone into the Moesha shit. They now that that's the back people out. think they really ghosts. Yo, <laughs> niggas <laughs> think they really ghosts. Like, it's that shit. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> 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 Don't get it twisted. It is the funniest <laughs> shit I've heard in weeks. I couldn't stop laughing off of that. But no, nah, people really thought that the inside of the Fresh Prince house really looked like that with the steps that came down into the living room and then the throughway to the kitchen with the big ass island and yeah. then the little seat and then the backyard and the pool house. And that's a set. <laughs> it's a television set. Y'all niggas is crazy. You ever see the episode where Carlton. He, I forgot what the fuck happened, but he he started running all through the whole set. 
Yeah. And he was like he on was the on floor, floor doing it. <laughs> and he came up the elevator. He was in the college. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you don't walk out your backyard and just be in the college. Like, this shit is the television set. But no, people really was on the joint. Like, why they change the inside of the crib? Like, who gonna want to rent it out if it's not the actual crib? And I'm just like, yo, y'all are fucking nuts, yo. <laughs> Like, yo, I seriously, dog, like, I be really trying uh, with folk, but folk crazy as shit. Yeah. But yeah, they renting out the fucking, the Fresh Prince house, the, the outside of the house. Is this, is the same. gonna rent the driveway and outside of the crib <laughs> to keep, to keep the verisimilitude of the property. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We don't want to mess things up completely. We don't, don't want to ruin the continuity for you dickhead. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let's get into this virtual learning shit. So, uh, Lee's mom is a teacher, so I've seen it, like. I went down there the other day and I saw, I saw what's going I saw on it. <laughs> for, for virtual learning. It's a disaster. I had a tweet the other day before the page. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just unceremoniously suspended, and I basically said, I don't know who who need to hear this, but if you got young kids that got to do this virtual learning shit, they're gonna fail this year. Like whether they actually get F's or not is another thing, but the system has is going to fail them. Five, six, eight-year-olds and shit like that, their attention span, they're not set up to learn sitting in front of a fucking computer for six, seven, eight hours a day. Like they have gym on the computer, like. Grab your jump rope. <laughs> <laughs> Move that chair out the way. <laughs> Move that chair out the way. Like, what kind of Richard Simmons shit is this? <laughs> Are we going to do some jumping jacks now? Like, y'all got these kids on straight. Tabo. Little, like, little Rafik, uh, put put the glizzy down. Yo. It's bad. It's bad. You don't realize. I, they didn't think this quite through. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my words together. Okay, so you have a school, right, where teachers come and kids come. Mm-hmm. The school becomes a, it's the equivalent of going to a arena for a basketball game. Teams come, staffs come, officials come, you know, excuse me, uh, security, concessions, the fans. It's a whole entire yes. Wakanda experience <laughs> that is created when you don't have the environment, you've already lost. Yes. You've already lost half of what the fuck you're trying because to do. Because you delete the getting, you got to get up a certain amount of early in order to get showered, get dressed, eat before school. You're talking about adult brains, like adults that are out here right now working from home that are stressed the fuck out and yeah. can't continue to do it. And they're going insane. Yeah. So at 13... Or God forbid, nine. <laughs> it, it, it's just like, what it, What do you expect? Here goes the catch. The, the cap, they're making them do full days. Yes. Eight to three. I was. I sat in on my man from Al Gore. Ch- didn't plan on this, yo. <laughs> I, I, this is not what Al Gore wanted, yo. My man from Chester, one of his his uh, his oldest uh, son is in, uh, I think preschool or whatever. They got virtual preschool, and I was there for a couple hours one day, and like he's on the job having preschool computer muted, just sitting there at this at his little desk or whatever. And they teach for three minutes, and then it's like, okay, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a fifteen minute break, and then they teach for four minutes. Are right, we gonna take a fifteen minute break? I'm like, this is fucking pointless yeah, like this is dumb. whatever he just learned he he unlearned it because his dad is sitting next to him playing call of duty all fucking day and like n- nobody's retaining none of this shit like this is stupid just chalk yeah. it 
like the social aspect just it is bad it's terrible and then like i said when you go to school as a teacher or as somebody who works at a school you you can tell what kids got it worse. Yes. Or you can tell what kids going home to a decent environment, actually having well-balanced meals, you know, getting clean clothes. The parents actually care because they come in the parent-teacher nights and all that type of shit. You can tell what kids don't have that. Yes. But now you can see it. It's clear. You can physically see the background of these cribs. You can see what's going on in the background. She she said the other day that the, the, the mom and the dad was fighting. Arguing in the back, and she like mute, 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 mute. Mom snapping off on the pot, and it's just like, yeah, you're in people' homes now. You know what I'm saying? You're legit. I saw John. The lady walked in the screen. Her, her kid, her daughter was on the was on the screen doing school. She walked up with the with the L in her hand. <laughs> she walked and jumped out the camera. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot y'all little niggas was having school. I'm trying to fire this gas up. Yo. My homegirl said she was watching this shit the other day. Her daughter was on it. She said the 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 one uh, young boy pop in the background with just draws on. Come walking past the screen. Everybody like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, dog. Like, y'all straight clowning with these virtual Jones, man. The fucking first day, of course, Philly schools, young boy had the Glock with the ladder in it. Posted it on the John. They didn't have to have a conference with the parents and all this old shit. Like, bruh, like. What is y'all doing? It's fucked up, but it's like kids act unruly in the school with people right there. So at your home, it's it's no holes barred. No. Like they didn't they've been giving they fucking older cousins and shit access to their Jones. They logging in, cursing the teachers out and shit. Like uh. it's like all right, it's like all right. Let's let's do a quick little breakdown. If you got a hundred percent of the students, ten percent are going to be elite. 10% gonna be very good. The other 80% are gonna range somewhere from they either gonna be factory workers or they're gonna do life in prison. Right. <laughs> somewhere in that range. Yo, you know what's funny is Jill always she always asked me to come talk to the kids. Yeah. Like she always does. And I, I I like I like Jill and I, you know, but I, I like Jill. <laughs> But I'd be like You really don't want me To come talk to them kids She's like No I do Because you're so personable And you're so fun to, And I'm like No I'm, but I'm not Going to lie to them kids yeah, I'm going to set I'm going to set These motherfuckers I'm going to come in And tell them Look it's 30 of y'all Off rip Nine of y'all Don't have a shot in hell It's over right? <laughs> Just nine of y'all From jump Nine of y'all Going to be dead or in jail By the time you're 18 Y'all can just forget about it uh, The next 11 You know Why why <laughs> Exxon, like I'm just, a plus. I'm just keeping it a buck. It's with, like look around, crispy, crunchy chicken. Look around. You are gonna be working at Bojangles? This ain't no fucking mystery. It just is. Like I'm three of y'all gonna be elite, and three of y'all gonna make eighty bands a year. She always get mad. Oh, you you just saying anything? I'll be like, dog. If they're building private prisons based off of second and third grade test scores, how the fuck am I tripping? The fight is fixed. The the game the is, is it's predetermined. Just what it is? Yeah. You from where? With who? You from Pasco Projects? It just oh. is. The, like, you know how, like, when they be like, this is the first black woman to graduate from Stanford from Magnolia Projects? You know what the rest of the motherfuckers from Magnolia Projects is doing? Yeah. They, you know what they thinking? We should have killed this bitch. It, it, there ain't many masterpieces <laughs> and then Birdman's and just, it, it's just, yeah, you got an opportunity to do this Look shit. Look at it like this. Percentage wise. In a family that has Master P, you still got to see murder out of that family. Dog. It just, it's what it is. It's not, I'm not trying to be mean or nothing, but it's just like, yeah, 
off rip. Some of y'all just don't have a shot. This, this, uh, and you, even if you do get the shot, motherfuckers ain't gonna take it. You gonna talk yourself out of it, or your or your grandmom going lose her? You know foot the craziest shit? shit I ever heard said to me was, you know, I went to Spruce Hill for the first six yeah. years of my life, and well, sixth grade years or whatever. I was at Pepper eighth grade. I'll never forget this shit. We had a book report to do on not Catcher in the Rye. Was it Three Blind Mice? I think it was three. Not Three Blind Mice. I'm making that up. Mice of Men. Mice of Men. Mice of Men. Three Blind Mice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that was uh that was first grade. <laughs> I ain't want to say nothing, but I'm like uh that was a kindergarten book report. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Three blind mice. <laughs> I was like I'm gonna let him talk through this one because this is clearly not it. <laughs> Let's see where this. Goes. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's like get it together. <laughs> I'm like, he gonna get it back. It's like loaded Lux versus Calico. He gonna get it back. He gonna get it together. Fucking three blind mice. I'm like, I'm like, no, I wasn't there, but I don't think that was the show. Like, I was at another school, but I don't think that was it. I could be wrong. <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> we had to do a book report on of mice of, of mice and men, and I remember I did this shit. And my homie, he was it's funny. You said Pascal Projects. He was like, "Why are you turning that shit in?" And I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> Turn that shit in. He asked me that shit as we was walking up the Alpha Ramp going to the school. He was like, "Why are you turning that shit in?" I'm like, "Huh?" Because like, it's due. I didn't know it was optional. Fucking <laughs> homework. I was like, "Because it's due." What the fuck is happening? I don't be doing that Dude. shit. Teacher be asking me to do shit. I don't be doing that shit. Fucking three blind mice. That's funny as shit. <laughs> Fucking three blind mites. So back to my analysis. <laughs> 10% no. 10% elite 10% going to do very good uh, Probably get a decent blue collar job To maybe a low level white collar job The other 80% y'all are fucked So you're going to Speed that process up By not having them in your Physical presence to be able to See certain shit correct it On the spot stuff like that like If a kid is however many miles Away from you in the comfort of their own home They don't fear for retribution from the teachers Like what you gonna do kick me out of class I'm home Already yeah. like I'm trying to get kicked out of class Like yeah. niggas is, 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 is Playing 2k right now like I'm Trying to see what that niggas is about. shooting dice outside. I'm trying to get to that <laughs> they got a dice game On my porch yeah, like real talk. I'm trying To go go to that Jones on a more serious Note the thing that bothers me the most about The whole schools not being in session and them Not having actual physical school most of the child abuse that gets reported happens at school. Yes. You know, school is a safe space yes. for a lot of children. School is where a lot of children get their meals. It's fucked up, but that's the way it yes. is. So when you don't have that at all, like, and just from the stories I've heard from people who are on the virtual learner, people who have kids going through it, you know, all of this. The the, the one on homegirls other they said the uh the, the 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 mom was straight snapping on the on the daughter, like without it muted to the point yeah. where the little girl start crying, and it's just like yeah, like you know, like 
it's just not good. It's just not a good look just all the way around. And it's just the kids aren't really going to retain none of this shit because to, to them it's like it's like for what? Yeah. It's almost like uh, this is like some play around bullshit. Yeah. Right? All of the teachers is stressed the fuck out. It's the first week. Yeah. The, it's much. the first week. <clears throat> Let's look at it in terms of this. Like I talked to Pastor Carl the other day and he told me he's on the steering committee for the city and they work with you know the schools, the community outreach and all of that. They had to get internet access for 39,000 homes mm-hmm. and they had to fight with the city in order to get it because they didn't want to pay for it. So it's like, how the fuck are we going to have a, a viable virtual learning environment when 40,000 of our kids don't even have internet in the house? Dog. Did you see the video of the girls, the two young girls was using a Wi-Fi at Taco Bell? Yeah. Yeah, that shit is real. Like, yeah, like yo, it, it, it's... I think what it is is me and you are so... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when your life is ran in a certain way, you almost can't believe that like it's that ridiculous or that I'm I can't think of the actual word. But like how we always get it raw when we talk about the oh chicks. he's like detached detached like you're you're just so detached from like my mother was a teacher yeah we had AO you know, <laughs> like we had that shit in the nineties yeah in the house literally. We were like one of the only motherfuckers on my block that had a computer. I remember motherfuckers used to come in my crib and be like, yo, you got a computer? What the fuck? What, what your mom work for the government or something? be like, oh, nigga, she's a teacher. Your mom she- work for the government? Because it's like computers wasn't normal. I'm talking about 96. Yeah. 95. Like, we had a... We had an Acer. We had a Gateway. Remember all them Jones? Yeah. Like, we, we had real live computer. I remember my mom going to get Windows 95. Like, it came in a box this big for a disc. That, you know, like, <laughs> real shit. Like, to upload. I mean, like, how now you just click the button and it up. I mean, yeah. uh, updates your phone. Yeah. No, you used to have to go wait in line for the update. For sure. And bring that John home. Like, real shit. I remember Windows 98. All of that shit. So, it's like, yeah. We had a, a, a computer. We had a printer. Scanner. We had all that shit. So, to me, having internet access is, I'm 25, 30 years in mm-hmm. on this shit damn near. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, it's not nothing. But there are motherfuckers out here who really just don't have, like, none of that shit. You know, there are people who live in homes that don't have, like, heat. Yeah. You know, people be using, I always make jokes about the kerosene heaters and shit. Like, no, that shit is real. Yeah, like, kerosene heaters, them little electric space heaters, all so that shit. So it's just, you know, when you live a certain way and you come from a certain type of, of environment, you almost can't even believe right. that, you know what I'm saying? Like, my parent-teacher nights, they was at all of them Jones. Every one. They ain't miss one. Yeah. My mom's a teacher. Fuck I look like. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, and I remember hearing, like, Teachers say only five parents came. And I'd be like, damn, really? Because in my house, that shit was just right. the, norm. the norm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then you realize, like, no, that's not everybody's. Everybody's normal isn't normal. And going through a situation like this where, like I said, we had a, we had a big computer desk at my house back in the day. So it's like if we had, if I had to learn from home or do virtual learning, we'd have a space for right. that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, kids don't live in homes where they have offices and shit like that, where you can just create a space. And then I see some parents have gone and they've created little oasis, little little work rooms exactly. where they got a, a little chalkboard or a washable erase board and, you know, all kinds of little just things. Not everybody got that. Yeah. One motherfucker said that the, the, the kid was on the, the virtual learning and you could see the mom in the back with a fucking, uh, the, uh, the little 
Victoria's Secret robe on oh, frying yeah. chicken because she was in, the kid was in the kitchen. You could see her in the background frying the kitchen, frying the chicken and shit. And it's just like, yeah, they don't have like spaces and shit where yeah. they can go pre- be productive at. So they really just didn't think this out at all. Yeah, and I personally don't think it lasts past Thanksgiving. I've seen teachers that I know saying like. I think October, mid-October, we coming back to regular school. There's a lot of teachers, like, just in and around my life. My brother-in-law, sister-in-law, they're all teachers. Like, they just, and all of them. Every teacher I've spoken to or come across in the first week is like, nah. Yeah, this is not going to work. I need some weed. I need some liquor. It just, yeah. It's just not going to work because you got to deal with too much. The parents are rude and just obnoxious. They're on the screen more than the kids. Right. Screaming and hollering. Then the kids are doing all kinds of crazy shit. She said the one young boy was lighting matches the other day. Just just anything. You Fucking firebug. So it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's it's going to, it's going to, something crazy is going to happen. Somebody... The, the camera going to be on, parents going to be fucking, something crazy is going to yeah. pop off, and they just going to be like, all right. I ain't going to cut a porno on on the jaw. Somebody going to get fucked, a, a crib going to get ran into, shot, something wild is going to, and they just going to have to be like, all right, yeah, we got to yank this. We can't keep on like this. Y'all tripping. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's very fucked up. It's fucked up. But my whole thing is like, I, where, where are you at with the whole corona thing? All right, so... We've covered this extensively. I just want to say this real quick before we go into this. It almost, with this virtual learning thing, it feels like, damn. Because remember at first they were talking about doing two and two. Like having kids come Monday and Wednesday, then yeah, the other yeah, kids yeah, come yeah. Tuesday, Thursday. At this point, I almost feel like that would be a better idea. Yeah. It almost, all right. So we've covered the corona shit extensively from the beginning. In the very, very beginning of it, there was a lot of uncertainty because... It was marketed like a Chinese virus and this and this and it's like the flu, but it's worse. And if you do the, and it was just like all of this like information and misinformation that came out about this shit. And it basically closed all the schools, closed all the fucking business, killed the murdered the economy for at least mm-hmm. eight weeks. And then slowly as we started to gain a little bit more insight, a little bit more information, um, you know, we've as a nation tried to relax our standards, some people more than others. So like Texas and Georgia and Florida being extreme examples of relaxing your standards. And with the exception of Georgia, all of them eventually came back to bite all of them in the ass for relaxing the standards. Florida is, you can't do shit in Florida, basically. Um, Texas, you can't do shit in Texas. Georgia is still like... Right, like Georgia is like Luxembourg at this mm-hmm. point. They're just doing their own fucking thing, running their own show, independent of everything else that's going on in the world. And from the beginning of it, Ra has sent us some information from this venture capitalist uh, meeting that they basically said the initial wave is going to last from this time to about July. It might die down a little bit. The fall is going to be worse. So with that being said, if what... Uh, Pretty much all their predictions were on point. If the fall is going to be worse because you now have the element of cold, dark early, the flu coming back mm-hmm. into season, uh, the A strain and the B strain of the flu, upper respiratory infections, all of the shit that comes with weather changes and all of that shit on top of corona, we might be fucked mm-hmm. completely as a society because we still don't have a handle on the first wave. Yeah. But 
we're trying to find some like forms of normalcy to like give us some hope to like grab onto to say all right well at least this is going on or school's back or whatever whatever like the colleges tried to just ignore the shit mm-hmm. we back to school virtual learning but y'all can come move back in the dorms blah 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 north carolina notre dame had to shut down within a week Shit, Temple was <laughs> fucked up. Temple was fucked, and I was down. Tim, remember I was tweeting. I was yeah. down Temple when they was moving in, and I'm watching yeah. You definitely it. hit me that day. I was, was like, yo, they moving like, in the Temple. I'm uh, like, what the fuck? Like, I was going to Koja Grill to get some uh to get some food, and I'm just like, wait, they moving back? Like, huh? Like, I'm confused. I'm yeah. like, I know people that go to Temple right now. Nobody told me that they was moving back <laughs> on campus. They like, oh no, we're doing virtual learning, but they gave people the option to come and move back into the dorms, and I'm like. This is a mistake because the problem with college students is they share everything. Mm-hmm. They share they fucking textbooks. They share they iPads. They share they fucking boyfriends and girlfriends. I was like about to say, it's a lot <laughs> they yeah. share every fucking thing. So it's just one of them situations where it's like, yo, for the greater good of commerce and the economy and trying to hit y'all target numbers, y'all are sacrificing people's health and their well being. Moving to another point, about a week ago, I don't know if you saw it, there was a there were numbers, new numbers that came out that said eighty four percent of people affected with coronavirus that died had some form of prior health yeah, issues, pre existing health condition. So that's a market employee. That's a trick to basically say, look, people dying, but the motherfuckers are gonna die anyway. Yeah. Corona just spread it up. Yeah, they was on their way out regardless. They was on their way out regardless. Yeah. Yeah, but what about the sixteen percent of people who died from who corona. died directly from the shit? That was perfectly cool. <laughs> that was perfectly cool. Why you on that bullshit? <laughs> like you know, yeah. And so it's just so many factors that go into it, and we still don't have a a robust understanding of the shit. Like Doctor Fauci just spoke two days ago, or whatever, might have been Friday. He said, "Yeah, we have some signs of hope. We might have the vaccine by the end of the year, but." We ain't going back to no form of normal till the end of 2021. Let me ask you this: the vaccine comes out, would you take it? Fuck no. Yeah, I wouldn't take it either. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna give myself something that I didn't even have. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't have fucking COVID. Yeah. I'm not taking a vaccine. Are y'all stupid? Somebody asked me that the other day. Like, would you get the vaccine? I'm like, I don't get any vaccine. I've never gotten a flu vaccine. Yeah, I, mean, I never got a flu shot. Well, no, I'm lying. I did get one flu shot on some goofy shit. I was thinking I was young though. I had a virtual doctor's doctor's appointment back in June and my doctor was talking about like, yeah, well, you need to get an EpiPen for your allergies and this and this. And you might want to consider a flu shot. I'm like, I've never had a flu shot. Like never, never have and probably never will. Like, and I don't even know that I'm like against vac. I don't know what my stance is on vaccines, but I know I ain't taking no COVID vaccine. My thing is with getting a vaccine is they have to give you a little bit of the vaccine of the virus Virus in order to make you immune to it. Like an antivirus. Mm Mm-hmm. So that that's why I just always was like, I don't want like a because here's the thing they base it on the numbers. Like when you when you dealing with vaccines and shit, they base it on the numbers where they like ninety eight percent of people are going to be cool if they take this shit, but the two percent are going to have adverse effects to where the vaccine could kill you if if you're one of those people. Like like I know somebody that's allergic to like ACE inhibitors. Like if they get ACE inhibitors, they they die. Like it's it's fucking over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if there's any element of something that 
people have a lot of allergies that they don't know that they have or right. they're not aware of it or it's such a the effect to it is so minuscule that they don't realize like they're having an allergic reaction to shit like an allergist told me the main way people have responses to allergies is like bloating in their body uh inflammation shit like that but people don't realize like it's tied to gluten or Potatoes or some yeah. shit that I ate That I'm allergic to So imagine not realizing All the ingredients that are in a vaccine You take it and you fucking die Right That's a real My thing is is like I just I don't, I'm not gonna chance being in the 2% Cause it's like you know I don't want to be that the joint where I'm in the small percentage of people. Cause it's like I don't win sneaker raffles, so it's like <laughs> I don't want that to be the one joint one time I'm in the small percentage. Oh, you won, nigga. Yeah, like I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, Congrats, you're in the two percent. Yeah, but I, somebody asked me that the other day about a vaccine. I'm like, no, nah, I don't. I don't get vaccines and shit. Like I, I don't really. Because if you remember the summertime, that was the whole talk. Like. We get to the vaccine, we gonna be all right. We get to the vaccine, and my I'm thing like, is, how the hell is really? how the hell are we damn near at a vaccine in like five months? That's the part that's kind of like China ain't at a vaccine, and they invented this fucking disease, and they ain't at a fucking vaccine stage yet. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's almost like the payoff for everybody is like. The way the economy is going to rebound is based on everybody paying 50 bucks for the vaccine. And it's like, this is terrible. Like, this is a horrible marketing plan. Yeah. Traveling like a fool. <laughs> like, so it's, it's, it's so much that goes along with this whole shit because it's science tied to economics, tied to politics, tied to a public health crisis. It's like my all big, of these my, things that my, go together. My biggest thing with the whole kids situation is like. Do I want to see kids get sick? No. Hell no. Hell no. I don't want to see that. But I just, I don't, that, the virtual thing ain't it. And I don't got a kid. I'm just going off of things I've heard and things I've seen, videos I've seen, clips I've seen. Uh, Did I show you the picture of that where the mom was naked? Yes. Like, it just, you know, it just, it's, people don't, at least, same way we just talked about people who thought the Fresh Prince house was really... (laughs) These are parents. Yes. And they got kids with open laptops in their crib. So the parents ain't all the way there. Right. You can't expect them to have a household where the kid is supposed to be all the way there while they in the comfortability of their own house. Yeah. Because I know me in my own crib, my shoes is off, you know, whatever, whatever. It's going to be hard for you because... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll close this joint. You know what I'm saying? Like you get beside yourself. Little Tafik has logged off. Yeah, I'll log in tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just, yeah, it's just I, I I don't see I mean, and don't get me wrong, there are some good examples of virtual learning out there. Um, but these are usually like tuition schools or some form of magnet schools, whatever like that, that have the resources from their local communities or the parents that are paying tuition or whatever to foster this type of this it's type it, of it, positive it, learning environment. It, you, we, re- you realize in this situation it takes a village. Exactly. It, it, it can't just fall exactly. on that one teacher. Yep. It's like the mom, the dad, the brothers, the sisters, the everybody got to like come together. And, For sure. And just it's so many broken communities and broken households and just broken just foundations to where – it, it, it's a disaster. It's just a looming disaster. That's just what it is. Because if A ain't there and B ain't there, how the fuck we gonna get the element OP? Exactly. If the rest it out, you know what I'm saying? It's just it just is what it is. You know, it, you can't start a car without the key. Exactly. 
Exactly. You know what I mean? And and that's really where we are when it comes to this. It's just, yeah, there are some goods to it. I'm pretty sure there are kids actually learning, turning into work. But like you said, private schools, parochial schools, yeah. you know, shit, Catholic schools going to school. Yeah. Did you know like Roman Catholic and all that? They, oh, really? Dog, because I went to my job the other day because I had to like drop off paperwork and they had school trippers up on the board. And, you know, we're still on our uh, summer runs. Yeah. So we pick three times a year. We pick when school starts in September. Then we pick in the uh, early spring and then we pick summer. So the summer runs don't have no school trippers. So I will, they kept us on summer runs because they like ain't no point in picking. Ain't no point in switching things yeah. up because we don't yeah. know what's happening and it ain't no school. I went in the other day. They had all these school trippers up on the board. I'm like, fuck is this? Littles was like, oh, man, you know, Catholic school in. So people picking up money, extra money doing school trippers. I'm like, Catholic school is in? He's like, yeah, Roman Catholic and Holland. I'm like, what? <laughs> they going. Damn. So it's just like, yeah, they, yo, this shit $12,000 a year. Get your ass down there. Go to <laughs> like, it just is what it is. But it's like, yeah, you learning online and you got a mother that really care, a father that yeah. really care, you know, uh, um, uh, just a, a a home base that's yeah. built on the parents is able to reach the the, the teachers there or you might got a presence of a tutor that's there to help before or after school then, then whatever, you, whatever. You, the, on the flip side though here's another thing just because your parent is home don't necessarily mean that they can focus on what you got going on because eight times out of ten she working from home or he exactly. working from home so it's like yeah i'm on call i'm doing interviews i'm doing zoom meetings i'm doing this thing you in the other room gotta handle your shit exactly. now, i don't know that you in there with the glizzy out you know what i'm saying <laughs> or the fucking the, you know whatever the fuck you got going on with the mop sticks yeah you got mop sticks <laughs> showing them to the teacher and shit like i don't know you doing that but at the same time the parent can't that's the reason why kids go to school because parents go to work exactly you know what i mean kids go to school parents go to work and now you throwing them all in a fucking 800 square foot apartment you know what i'm saying with two tables and a little bit of wi-fi hey, it's, man. it's just a disaster waiting to For sure it's just a disaster all the way around lumen and that's with the good shit going on a disaster is still a disaster Three thousand people died on nine eleven. A lot of people got out of the buildings. Yeah. Three thousand people still died. It's a disaster. It's just what it is. So yeah, just because you learn something or your experience is okay, I'm telling you, there are a lot of other ones that are going yeah. on that are just besides themselves. I think the virtual learning shit on the overall, just to kind of put a bow on it, was like a band aid to the that's really all to it is. the upgrading of the school facilities for them to be able to put in the plastic barriers or whatever, whatever, and social properly social distance the fucking schools. So they was like. Nah, we'll pay for the internet. <laughs> like we ain't, we ain't putting fucking barriers up in and then that however was the many shit show. thousands Having the of parents schools. come get the laptops and you know all of that type shit. It's just they were giving the laptops out Monday through Friday, nine to two. The fuck? The fuck? <laughs> it, it just it just all the way around was shit show. It just wasn't handled good. So I personally don't see it going past Thanksgiving. I, I don't see how. Not make not making them kids do eight to three is insane. It's wild. Is insane. It should be automatic half days. Eight to twelve. I don't even understand the it logic. Should be automatic of eight to half days. You put two uh two fifteen or twenty minute breaks in there. Here go the crazy part. They not even getting recess. They doing eight to twelve lunch from twelve to twelve forty five. Come back twelve forty five to three. That's nuts. Nuts. Like the look, fourth graders are not even getting recess. No downtime. Nothing. 8 to 12, 12 to, 4, 12 to 12 45 for lunch. Come back at 12 45, you're there till 3 15. Nah, that ain't it. It's crazy. That ain't it, man. And they doing gym. I, I, I still don't understand how that's happening. But it's, it's where we are. Jack Lane workouts in the living room. I want to talk about this sneaker shit. I just thought about it when I said uh, not winning sneaker raffles. Yeah. Um, 
How disgusted on a scale of 1 to 10 are you with the sneaker culture? At least 73. Okay, I was at a 2006. <laughs> All right. I'm, at, I'm at least at a 73. The shit is, it's it's demoralizing. It's 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 deplorable yeah. at this, at this the point. Pro- the problem is, is that the people, and I've this was my complaint some years ago, um, when they was doing all of the, the releases, the lineup releases, and this and this, like, and it's my complaint now. The people who want the shit most can't get it at an affordable or fair number because the people that are purchasing shit with the idea of commerce and flipping the product have the game on smash. Yeah. And before it was people rigging the fucking uh, sneaker releases by fucking paying bums to sit out there mm-hmm. and backdooring Ubik and all of that fuck shit that people was doing back in the day. And now it's the bot culture where every single dope shoe release that comes out that has any sort of demand is bot food. Like we're not getting none of this shit. Uh, they just ran in the last few weeks. They just ran the, uh, the Kobe undefeated release mm-hmm. bot food. They just ran the union release. They put additional measures in place and they still was bot food. Mm-hmm. They made you ask, answer a security question. What color is an orange? You had to type in orange and niggas still lost to the bots. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the Yeezy release, the uh, the V threes, yeah, the seven hundred V threes that got pushed to September first because of because the union of release. Shit. Yeah, um, they got ate the fuck up on the fucking bots, and it's just like you have to go into every sneaker release knowing you're going to pay re- 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 resale thirty to seventy five percent more than the shoe costs mm-hmm. every single time. I just paid eleven $1, hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> for the fucking Kobe uh, undefeated pack, the, the special box. The pack. box, yo, yeah, the, uh, shit, and the fifteen edge on twenty four hundred. The um the other day, Lee, the the green uh the Oregon fives came out, yeah. and Lee was like, "Did you do the Oregon five release?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot." I wasn't gonna like. Well, I, I haven't won a sneaker release ever, so I'm like, I was sitting there tripping, like I was actually about to win yeah. that joint. The um, me and Jules talk about, you know, we talk every day about this shit, and it's just like the sneaker shit is is disgusting. We have our own disgusting sneaker struggle, being as though we're outside of the size run. We're we're bigfoot guys, you know. I wear a 15 in regular sneaks, and then Yeezys. I like these are a 16. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So Yeezys, I got to get a 16. Like I got the, the slides came the other day in a 15. I I I'm talking about like. Uh, you ever seen when big bitches get their foot in yeah. it and it's like, it look like they baking like bread. Like family guy when they was ramming yeah, the train. Yeah, like, yeah, like, <laughs> and that's a 15. So it's just like, yeah, like them 15s and I don't know why, but just a, Yeezys just run small. Yeah. So I get a 16 and all of them. But the, the, like how you just said, you paid how much for the undefeated pack? Eleven fifty. In a 15, it I've seen one for 24, one for 3,000. And that's just the difference in wearing a 15 and an 11 uh, yeah. or a 10. It's just yeah. the gross disparity. It's just, it's insanity. And like, people be thinking that shit is like cool, especially women. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously, what? Oh, damn, you wear a 15. Oh, I know what that means. Yeah, bitch, I don't got no union force. That's what the fuck it means. That's what the fuck it means. sales, bitch. Seriously. <laughs> like, I'm paying $4,000 for fucking uh, Oregon fucking fives and shit. I mean, Oregon sixes, it's just what it is. It's like the, the 15, the Bigfoot shit is just extra bananas. Because it's like the shoe come out, retails for 200 The resale on all of them, 240, 
270, maybe 310. Yeah. You look at a 15, it'd be $600. You'd be like, the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> and to the point where, like, when motherfuckers tell me to resell that they paid, I'd be like, damn, where you get that? Like, I'd be like, that's crazy. Because, we, and, and it's like how you said, you've accepted that you don't win shit and you're going to pay 30 to 75%. Us as Bigfoot, we just, I just know off rip. I know what I'm paying for this. Yeah. To the point where, like, I got the three, the V3, 700s. I got, the boy sent me, a, he had them on it for 445 He sent me an offer for 380 I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck else I'm going to get them Jones for less than 380 <laughs> Whereas like you, three eighty, you like three eighty. Three eighty. American? <laughs> Fuck. I paid three hundred for mine. You know, you see what I'm saying? To where it's just like, yeah, you find certain shit. Like, let me show you this shit, Jules. He uh he bought a pair of fives the other day. And I was like, Yeah, man, uh I just pay uh what I just pay for the Oregon Oregon files. I paid two seventy five for them. No, not the Oregon files. He was at the Nike store in Qatar. And he bought the uh these Jones. Oh. Right? So Pete, he was like, "Yeah, I got him for three hundred. And I'm like, three hundred, damn. And in the store, he was like, "Yeah, you know how they tax you a little bit overseas, whatever, whatever." So I went and looked at how much they are on StockX. Look at all the prices, and then look at the fifteen. Just laugh out loud for me one time. <laughs> <laughs> Run down some of the prices real right. quick. Seven and a half, two seventy seven, eight and a half, two eighty five, nine, two ninety five. You see how they all uh, around the same four, price? Fourteen, two eighty, size fifteen, a hundred racks. <laughs> <laughs> Boy got him at a 15, 100,000. Size 16, 340. Yeah, real shit. It's like you get a sneaker in a 15, motherfuckers. Is just, the, how much the boy wanted for the uh, the Red Octobers in a 15? He I wanted 2.5 million. 2.5 million. Like, what? Like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Motherfuckers get a sneaker in a 15 because that shit just doesn't release. I think I saw John the other day. It was like something was in a 15 and the sneaker was like 300 and the shipping was uh, 1.2. Two billion. Yo. <laughs> Yo. So here's my theory on where the sneaker shit is, right? I personally don't even necessarily think it's the bots. Me personally. I think it's the sneaker company. I personally think it's the sneaker company. So let me Conspiracy, conspiracy Matt. My hypothesis. And then you know you go down the board. So the object, the objective of the sneaker company is to make money. That's the only reason y'all are really y'all aren't releasing sneakers for culture yeah. or because y'all really fuck with Michael Jordan. No, y'all are releasing these shits over and over and over and yeah. over and over again for profit to make money. The issue with the sneaker company is, give me a sneaker that's selling for an outrageous amount of money. Uh, the Fragment Ones. Let's do the Fragment Ones, right? Yeah. The Fragment Ones are reselling in a fifteen for four thousand dollars, right? In yeah. your size. 26, 2700. Shit, they might be more than that in my size. I you saw think? like a ridiculous number the oh. other day. Well, yeah, like, you wear one of them sizes. I wear a money size. Yeah, you wear a money size. Money size is uh, eight, and a half eight and a half to nine and a half. Eight and a half, nine, nine and a half. Those are all considered money sizes and shit. The, um, but yeah, like I said, fragment ones, let's say they selling reselling. Yeah, size size eight and a half, fragment ones, forty nine twenty. Size nine, forty eight ninety nine. Nine and a half, fifty two twenty four. Let me see that. <laughs> this shit is ridiculous. ridiculous, man. Like, it, it's like as a as a normal working class human being, you can't afford that shoe. Even Fuck if I, no. Even if I make a hundred and fifty racks a year, now, I can't afford that. So, shoe. all right, all the fragment ones are reselling for between between basically three and seven thousand yeah. dollars. That's what they're all selling for. So, Nike cannot release that sneaker. 
for $5,000. You understand what I'm saying? Correct. Like, Nike can't be like, oh, we're dropping the Fragment Ones. They cost five grand. No one, people are going to look like, what the fuck is you talking about? Smoking dick, homie. Y'all on crack. <laughs> so what Nike can do is release the sneaker for two twenty five, the way it comes out. And then basically, like how Nino told G Money, you cut a side deal with them. Cut a side deal with sneaker resellers. Because my thing is this. Why every hot shoe that come out do motherfuckers be having 30 and 40 pair? Yeah. Ain't bought my ass. We can't get one, but you got 37 bought of my them. ass. So what Nike, what I feel like Nike would do is, let's say I'm Nike, you're the reseller. Taylor and everybody else that works here is the fucking market, right? The actual yeah. merch, you know, the uh, patrons of the business. Yeah. I got a hundred pairs of this fucking sneaker. Of course, I'm I'm sizing down, scaling down. I got a hundred pairs of this fucking sneaker, right? I could release them on the website in the stores for two twenty five. Two twenty five times a hundred, twenty two thousand five hundred. Okay, cool. I can make twenty two thousand dollars off of these hundred pairs, or I could put fifteen of them in various stores. Three in this Foot Locker, three in this Foot Locker. Of course, again, I'm scaling down. Yeah. Then I could turn around and give you and all your resellers. 10 pairs a piece. Y'all sell them on the resale market for $4,000. When the money comes back, you done sold 10 for 4,000. He done sold 10 for all of y'all done made 40 grand and it's fucking 80 y'all. You understand what I'm saying? Now, off of that money, y'all break me down. I done made way more money than I was going to make selling all hundred pair in a store. And we done escalated the value of this fucking shoe because there's so much of a demand and there's no supply in the shit. You understand what I'm saying? To where the fragment threes are about to drop. It's going to do the same thing. When the Fragment 5s come out, it's going to do the same thing. Yeah. The Fragment 9s come out. Yeah, because now there's value in the Nike Fragment collaboration. Exactly. So it's like I personally feel like Nike, Reebok. He, the boy who I got the fucking Jaden Smith Jones from, he had them stacked up in his apartment like bricks. It's just like how do you have 40 parodies yeah. unless you're fucking Kawhi Leonard? How do you have 40 <laughs> pair of fucking brand new New Balances? Ask him, ask him is he going to get the yellow ones. The the um the crazy part is the yellow ones already did a sneak drop. Really? Crazy. They're on StockX. Insane, right? The white ones just came out like two weeks ago. Nuts. I'm on New Balance for the sneaker release. Put them in my cart. <laughs> it was like, do you want to become a New Balance member? I'm like, fuck no. Let me buy these. Yeah, it was like, you got to become a member. Did the membership, came back. Yeah, on. this item is no longer available. I'm just like... I hate everybody, man. Union and, got me like that. I had four screens open on a Union release. I'm in Mexico in the fucking bed. I got four screens. Uh, Sachi sent me the link. Shout out my man Nick. And, and I'm I'm yeah, sitting Nick. and I'm sitting there fucking with four screens open. One on IG, three in my fucking browser. All of them are hitting me with the boop 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 boop. The waiting shit. Yeah. Then I get to the end, sold out. Then I get to the end of the other one, sold out. I'm like, yo, why would y'all let me wait in line for a shoe that sold the fuck out? How does this work? It's disgusting. It's, it's hard. I personally feel like the sneaker markets are, I'm mean, not the sneaker markets, the sneaker manufacturers yeah. are, they're pulling the strings in this shit because it's too much money. Think about, think about if, if, if you were selling fucking cans of soda for a dollar and then knew that there was a market where motherfuckers were selling that same can of soda for $35. You'd have, if you're Nike or these, yeah. Nike's worth $90 billion. You don't think Nike has figured out how to get themselves? If if me in thirty seconds can explain how the fuck it's done, right. you don't think they figured out some type you don't of think way? Some guy it was in the marketing meeting, like uh, I have an idea. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Like, listen to to add to your theory. Foot Locker as a retailer 
as the biggest retailer, because Foot Locker owns Champs and uh, House of Hoops, House of they Hoops, all of that shit. They own all the fucking retail chains except for the regional ones. Other than DTLR and shit like that, they own everything. Foot Locker invested a hundred million into Goat, yeah, and Flight Club. Goat had already purchased Flight Club, which people don't know yeah. apparently. Um, and and anytime you buy online from Flight Club, it says Goat on the fucking yeah. journal. But Foot Locker did a VC investment of a hundred million into Flight Club. So if you think that when Foot Locker get they run a fragment threes that. 70% of them ain't fucking going directly to GOAT and Flight Club. So that you can sell so them on the resale market. So that you can sell market. them on the resale market. You got them fucked up. You, like, got, us, you got us chopped. Yeah. Like, we're, we, we ha- how do we chase back this 100 M's if we if we in a sneaker business and we partner with a competing sneaker business, how do we actualize our 100 Dark. M's? By backdooring our fucking product, <laughs> sneakers. Absolutely. It's like... When Nike released the fucking Chunky Dunkies, did you really think they was putting a thousand pair of them out into the market and that planning shit, that, to get that, back? That whole shit around that release was I wanted to punch somebody in the face, yo. They stressed Ridiculous. me out so bad because I'm like, yo, how is it that y'all have all of these fucking pairs available on StockX and here, 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 and the fucking release was seven seconds? Like, how is this? How are y'all manipulating these numbers where it's like, oh, yeah, the... The the shoe is is retailed is is reselling at sixteen eighty five, but your top offer is six that's on the website is sixteen thirty eight. No, it's not. That's a manufactured top offer number right. to get me to bid sixteen fifty right. to buy the fucking shoe that's sixteen eighty five. Right. Like y'all are trying to manipulate people into thinking that these shoes are worth more than what they oh, are. Y'all are artificially like we, me, me and Jules talk about that shit all the time. Motherfuckers just set prices. Yeah. They just literally you the, the you'll you'll see a sneaker for sale for thirteen hundred. You'll go on StockX and see the last four sold, 525, 510, 513, 495. You'll be like, how the fuck did you just determine this sneaker was worth $1,300? So what you see a lot of times is, this is real dickhead. It's funny. I got my my (laughs) champagne sixes from him. I ain't going to say his name because he doesn't sponsor the show, but Jules know what I'm talking about. He'll buy sneakers out of the sneaker group and then turn around and double and triple the price on eBay. Yeah. Just the same day, put this shit. The the wing nines were, I mean, the wing tens were five hundred dollars on eBay. Well, I saw them. We both talked about them. Like they hot, whatever. But I ain't really worried about it. He's like, yeah, I ain't pressed over. He bought them. Now they're on his page. Thirteen twenty-five. It's just like, bro, what the fuck? Like, and that's really motherfuckers just set their own price for this shit. Yeah. So. The uh somebody posted the Dornbecker sixes the other day. Now I said myself, I wanna cause I love my favorite Jordans is the sixes. So I'm like, damn, I don't got the DB sixes. I wanna get them. I kind of slept. I had a pair on my watch page a couple months ago, and I just, you know, you just like, I'll get them Jones Friday. I'll get the and I exactly. I looked up, they were sold. They sold for six hundred, which I six twenty-five, which is like ain't outrageous to me. But this bull posted them the other day for thirteen seventy five. So I'm just like, yo, this nigga's on crack. It's like no way on earth do you pay thirteen hundred for yeah. some fucking DB sixes. So my homie was like, how much you think they worth? I'm like, me personally, I wouldn't go above six fifty, and I'd have to be feeling it that day to yeah. pay six fifty for some DB sixes. So I went and looked on StockX. Excuse me, I went and looked on StockX. Last four sold all within six hundred. To 700, 670, right. 620, so 630. Is on point. So I'm like, I know I'm not fucking tripping. That's kind of what they worth. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're a fucking Dornbecker. They're a special edition. Granted, they're the remat, the uh, the the uh, re release. They're not the original yeah. DB6s, but they are re released. So I'm like, yeah, not, like 600, 650. And like I said, I'd be on some super filling and shit that day. The more I'm like, yeah, I'm spending 650 on them this month. You know what I'm saying? 
He had him for thirteen seventy five. Maybe like two hours went past. He sent me an offer. Was like nine seventy five. Like he took twenty seven percent off of. You know eBay does that shit now. So, so I just was like, and I declined it. Like yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. You know whatever, whatever. Then the next day, I saw he set the price at nine seventy five or best offer. And then he sent me an offer because I'm watching him. You know you can see who's yeah, watching yeah. your shit. So he sent me another offer for eight fifteen. I declined it. I'm like, when he get down to seven. Let's then we go. could talk. Now yeah. I could throw out five forty, you know, something like. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, motherfuckers really just get these sneaks and they try to get the. That's why you see if you watch the day a sneaker drops, the prices is ridiculous. It's through the roof. And as the week go on, you'll see them start to come down. Start because what happens is motherfuckers, like you said, the people who got them for commerce, they need the commerce. They need to the flip. So if I got a pair of fucking Yeezys and a fourteen and I wear a nine, there's nothing I can do. Ain't that many socks in the world. There's nothing I can do with these. So I got. To get these shits off. So, oh, nobody bought them for six. All right, five fifty. Nobody bought them for five fifty. All right, five four seventy five. And you'll see them float down to where it's like you could swoop in twenty fifth mm-hmm. hour, twenty third hour. Excuse me. All right, yeah, give me them Jones for four hundred. Give me, like I said, I got the Jones the other yeah. day for three eighty. Because what happens is this: he he had them in a fifteen and an eight. And it's just like, yeah, nigga, you don't wear this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got them just to make some money. You got them for two twenty five or whatever the fuck they was, huh? Or, or they think they was how much was they retail? I think 275 275 you got them for 380 here take the bean ship them on out yeah, all right exactly. cool and you get motherfuckers who literally will just be like no nah, i'd rather just sit on them which is the weirdest shit on earth because if you don't wear this size and ain't no fucking market for it why are you sitting on a fucking yeah, i used sneaker? to see that shit all the time once upon a time i was super heavy on the facebook groups and shit the facebook groups be burning it's, me out they're, they're burned i can't deal with them but i'll be I, ready I, to delete these I made Jones. some good connections off of them Jones. I, when i did my paper shit i met some dope people yeah, yeah. so it's just like there's some cool mother you realize though just how weird sneaker it's niggas super, are it's super they weird. some strange individuals yeah, all my man. south philly asians though they was my guys man they took care of me because we all were the same fucking size uh-huh. but um it got to the point where they would start hitting me up in advance of releases like yo you want so-and-so you want so-and-so um but yeah so what the fuck was i saying oh so with the uh with the facebook groups and shit and you would just see like these like outlandish numbers on there sometimes it's like yo how did how did you come that. Like, how did, like how did you come to seven thousand four hundred and thirty five? Yeah, how did you? Like how did you get to that how did number? We get here <laughs> for these for these uh, Yeezy twos. Like how did you get here for that seven thousand four hundred and thirty five? Like what made you land on that number? Yeah. Like oh no, that was my address. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stupid shit. And if you look at StockX now; they're literally doing clothes, watches. They selling rollies. This shit is crazy yeah, as I, fuck. I, I hate StockX because they always have what you're looking for. They may not have it at the price point that you're looking for, but something that StockX do that burns me is on pre-releases, StockX be capping. Like StockX will throw a shoe up there with a and just set an arbitrary number on it on a pre-release. Like you might see something up there two, three, four weeks in advance. They don't actually have the shoe in hand until it releases. No. And if you look at the terms and conditions, yeah. it says it real small, like on all them pre-releases that we don't have the shoe in hand. Whereas with Goat, if Goat put some up for pre-release, they got that shit. I, well, I got, I had a situation a couple years ago on eBay. Sneaker was coming out, getting ready to come out. It was a, um, what was it? It wasn't a Kobe cheat. Oh, the uh the galaxy the 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 Kobe galaxies and shit. The, I had the, those. I had them too. The guy I wound up getting them later, of course, because this guy was an idiot. <laughs> but I go on eBay. I see Galaxy Seven size fifteen three thirty five. I'm yeah. like, 
Buy it now. Buy. Because <laughs> it's a picture of the actual sneaker. So I buy it now, whatever, whatever. The estimated delivery was like two and a half months. <laughs> past, so I'm just like, wait, what the fuck? Then I saw in the gym, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a pre-order. You know, the day that yeah. they drop, they'll be shipped out. So I'm just like, well, what the fuck? Like, all right, well, at least I know I got them and shit. The day that they dropped, I sent him an email through eBay. I'm like, yo, um... So they, they came, can you send me, I'm pretty sure you got them, you know, when you shipping them out, can you let me know the tracking number? He hit me back and was like, oh, nah, man, I missed on the drop, so I'm going to have to refund you your money. I'm like, man, what the fuck? He I, refunded the money. I missed on the drop. <laughs> so you took a pre-order, took my money to secure my order, and you couldn't secure said order? You want the whole 335 back? <laughs> <laughs> Dog. Like they should have to pay in a situation like that, they should have to pay you a penalty. Like you act you you got a zero percent interest loan for two and a half months. Yeah. To go and do whatever with. You who knows how many other sneakers you bought for that three thirty five in right. the meantime and turn the profit off of my money like and turn yeah. the profit off of my money only to not even give me my shoes. Crazy. Shit, let me tell you how crazy this shit was with Jules with the Jaden Smith Jones. So, of course, you know, he see me. He like, yo, them Jones, all that, man. I got to get them Jones. So, they just not out there in a, in, a, in a 15. Yeah. Bull posts them on eBay. He got a bunch of pair of them. He posts in a 15. Basically, he had them all, like all the full size run. Yeah. And he was selling them all for, I think it was 325 or some shit like that. So, he like, yo, I'm jumping right on that. Boom, boom, boom. Buy it now. Boom, 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 boom. California. He like, yo, I'm shipping them to you. You ain't know, ship shit to me, whatever. He like, I'm shipping them to you. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess Bull realized, like, the 15s are more <laughs> valuable than the rest of them. So, Jules, like, he printed up the shipping label. Everything cool. Jules, like, yeah, I ain't getting no update on the tracking info. Like, two days later, he sent Jules an email. was like, um, yeah, man, the, I, the item was damaged. So, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to send it to you. You know, they, they can put that in there. Like, the item was damaged, yeah. so they can't sell. Jules, like, the same boy the next day had the same shoe back on eBay <laughs> for 600 He's like, man, what the fuck, dog? And then the the, the people hit him like, yeah, we fired boy because they like a sneaker place or whatever. Oh, like, shit. apparently boy was doing some, like, I'm going to get some extra <laughs> cash off of it. You know what I'm saying? And they fired him. It just, the, the sneaker shit is just, it's so bizarre because we come from a time period where you walk into City Blue, you walk in the House of Hoops, you walk in the Footstop, you you walk into Sneaker Stadium, and you get the fucking you whatever what you, you want. want. Like, Dead Ash used to go in Sneaker stores. Remember the little metal thing you to try yeah. to put? <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, is like the sneaker shit has become so, such big business. Like, you go on Mr. Porter. Mr. Porter is possibly the number one fucking online retailer. The Mr. Porter group. Mr. Mm-hmm. Porter, Netta Porter. As far as like online high fashion sales, they're probably number one or number two. Somewhere like that. Between their whole group that they have. You go on Mr. Porter and you click on fashion categories. Sneakers is its own fucking category. And this is a high fashion retailer, mm-hmm. but they have the Nike releases, they have the Yeezy releases, they got the fucking Balenciaga, they got everything. But the sneaker shit is such big business. Everybody not only wants in on it, they want to publish, highly publicize that we got sneakers mm-hmm. because everybody fucking buys sneakers. Duh. And the higher and higher I get into this sneaker shit, and the more and more motherfuckers I start to like really meet, you realize that our culture has created this sneaker yes. thing. Spike Lee, Will Smith, Michael Jordan, you know, just Martin. All, Martin, all these bad, I mean, uh, Boys the Men, just all these different little moments. You, Allen Iverson, you can remember where the the new sneaker meant the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
We've created this culture. And the, the, the deeper in it I go, Pauls, the higher I get. It's Indians and Asians and Arabs. Yeah, we ain't benefiting from we it. We not, dog. The, the, it's, a, it's a nigga called P.E. Kicks. He get all the player exclusives and shit. So let me tell you how goofy this shit was. So again, everybody knows, if you, if you ever want some Matt trivia, my favorite <laughs> Jordan is the Jordan 6. I love them. I have a yeah. lot of them. I got the Pinnacles. I got the Championship. I got all these motherfuckers. The only ones I don't have right now... Probably the DB6s, the Slam Dunk 6s, and, like, holy grail shit, the Oregon 6s. You know what I'm saying? With the glow-in-the-dark O. So, peep game. Bull, P.E. Kicks, puts the Oregon 6s on eBay, right, with a fucking no reserve. So, I see them, no reserve, it's a straight bid. So, I'm just like, I'm taking these motherfuckers down. Like, right. I'm like, no, I'm getting these <laughs> These is coming home. So, I ain't going to hold you. I, I bid... I think my first bid was like 700. I was winning the bid. As the day went on, a couple days went on, I was still winning the bid, but I'm like, I need to up that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need to turn this bitch <laughs> up a notch. So I bid a stack. I'm winning the fucking bid. I think I was winning it at like 748, but okay. my max bid was a stack. You know what I'm saying? As the day of the fucking final, the final day, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with the stack. I got to turn this bitch up a little bit more. <laughs> I throw fifteen hundred on there. You know what I'm saying? So my my current bid, I'm winning it at seven forty eight. Yeah. My max bid is fifteen hundred. It's an hour left in the auction. I'm on the bus, so it's not like you know we can't have our phone. So I'm just like, oh man, this bus need to break the fuck down. So I go, you know what I'm saying? Like something needs to happen out here. Like real shit. I'm in the middle of some intense negotiations. Because I'm right supposed now. to pull off in like four minutes. It's 48 minutes left on the the yeah. the, the joint. So I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Like, um. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I bid seventeen hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like I put seventeen on there. All right, yeah. cool. My max bid is seventeen hundred. I'm currently winning at seventeen forty eight. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna win these motherfuckers. <laughs> I ain't even tripping about it. I get back on the bus. I go head down the street. I get to the end of the line. Pull out my phone. This is just how weird the sneaker shit is, right? Now the shit had no reserve. You know what I mean? You know yeah. what that means on eBay? Yeah, yeah. No reserve. So there's no reserve price. I get to the end of the line, pull my phone out. I don't have no notifications. When you get outbid, you have notifications. Yeah. So I'm just like, I ain't getting notifications saying I'm outbid. I'm like, I think I won these motherfuckers. I go into eBay and shit. I'm like, nothing pops up. Like, yeah. you've been outbid. So I'm just like. What gifts? I'm like, this shit got to be over. It's been an hour. You know what I'm saying? I go into the joint. I go to my watch list. And it's you got currently pro, currently in progress ended i see the jordans in the ended i'm like the fuck how they ended if ain't a, like what the fuck happened so i go in and it says bidding ended bidding closed by seller and it had a price up there that said 2700 so i'm just like the fuck so i shoot shot the boy email i'm like yo um what happened with the bid i was winning the bid for the last two three days like and the shit, it's just gone. He was like, oh, no, I ain't took it down. The bidding ended. Um, but the guy who bid on it, he didn't have the money. So, you know, he refused to pay for it. So I'm just like, 
So what the fuck does that mean? He yeah. was like, oh, well, you know, the, the 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 auction is closed. I'm like, so are you willing to sell him? He was like, no, nah, honestly, now that I've thought about it, I've had a change of heart, and I'm glad he didn't have the money because I'm going to just hold on to him. So I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking about, Asian boy? Like, I was going <laughs> the fuck off. What the fuck are you even talking Dog. about? So I'm like, I told Jules, what happened was he didn't like the fact that I was winning the bid at 750 and he didn't like the number. And he basically got somebody or he did it from another joint because yeah. there's no reserve. So he would have been technically, he'd have been contractually, he'd have had to sell me them shits for 750 mm-hmm. So what he did was have somebody else bid an outrageous number, 2700 hoping that they get past my max bid and mm-hmm. then be like, yeah, he ain't even had a bread. So, you know, uh, and I'm, sabotage. Like, I'm like, so what you selling him? Oh, no, I'm a king on to him. And it's just like, yeah, basically he wanted another number and didn't get it. Had the whole reserve, no reserve thing there trying to lure motherfuckers <laughs> in. It, and it's just, I'm like, yo, if I'm ever in Korea, boy, I swear, like, <laughs> I'm going to find you, boy, like, because, and you, I, I see his YouTube, like, he a cold Asian boy overseas that just got all these fucking, yeah. it's just ridiculous, dog. The sneaker shit is nuts. It's insane. It's just so much work, man. And, the, and my biggest problem is that the shit has bled into other markets. Like I just said that. Watches. They sell watches, luxury goods, shit like Supreme, that. Supreme, all that. Good. Yo, Jules got me to go to a fucking sneaker convention. The weirdest hour of my life. Let me tell you. It was at 38 and Market, yeah. the first district yeah, plaza. Yeah, yeah. He came to Philly and was like, yo, you trying to go to sneaker convention tomorrow? I'm like, not really. but <laughs> If he's you like, must. He's like, come on, I already got tickets at that joint. I'm like, all right, whatever. We, yo, when I tell you, me and him were the only two normal African Americans <laughs> in the fucking... Ent- <laughs> Have you ever been to a sneaker convention? No. I, I, I've been... Yeah. I went to sneaker... Was it sneaker pimps at the TLA? Okay. Wait, L- when, when was this? Last summer. Okay. Like so, yeah, John. I went to with some years ago, like six, seven years. You ago. got one. You got on the uh, the seven hundreds. Yeah, I got on the fucking quantum Yeezys. You got on the New Balances. Like you see how we all have on like hot little sneaks, and you have on like a white tee, a white tee. I have on a gray tee. You got on Adidas pants. I got on fucking polo shorts. Just basic shit. When you go to a sneaker convention, <laughs> suited and booted, niggas got Supreme book bags, <laughs> eye patches, helmets. The one nigga had a Supreme helmet on walking around the joint, and I'm just like. Yo, we're not like these people. Motherfuckers, the one boy had three or four Louis wallets hanging from his belt loops. He had like three of them Jones on. It's just like they're overly ridiculous yeah, at sneakers. Sure. So, and then you you see them, they're not like us. Yeah. It's little Asian kids, little white kids, little fucking Indian kids. Istanbulian kids. <laughs> like they just, they're not, and, and they're, they're like overly selling it to put where like it's, a huge uh, essentials hoodie yeah. with the fucking essentials joggers with the Yeezys with the strings all tied <laughs> all fucking weird. A supreme over the chest bag, <laughs> supreme headband. It's just like it's it's overkill. Fucking supreme drop earring. <laughs> it, it's, it's overkill, and every stand is like sneakers, sneakers, supreme bullshit. Sneakers, sneakers. The one boy was like, "Yeah, man, come on. You know you want one of these supreme phone cases." I'm like, "I don't. I just, I just happen to look down." You know you want one. Yo, it it, it was the most bizarre afternoon ever, and I just yeah. was like, "Yo, never again. Don't ever pull me into one." I'm, I'm he, sure there wasn't a female in sight. No, that's the crazy part. Zero bitches. I None. knew it. Zero. I knew it. The <laughs> only girls was like the one chick taking tickets, and then like one of the hot dog counters had a had a white chick working at concessions. Just, yeah, just on concessions. It's just a bunch of strange. 
16 to 24, and then that's another thing. You realize you're old. Like, I'm the old nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of this shit not even hot to me. It's just y'all being goofy. You know what I'm saying? Y'all being goofy. It was one squad of niggas in there. They all had on the Rafes. Them Rafe Simmons, Samson, whatever the fuck you call them sneakers. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Where the top yeah. is chrome and the bottom yeah, is red. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole squad had on the <laughs> same sneaker. And I'm just like, y'all playing this shit. It's just, yeah, the sneaker convention shit was. They're all like 13, right? Yeah. What? Like the majority of the people that were at that. No, it was adults. Like, but they're younger adults. Like between, I say like 13 to like 25. Yeah, because you always see like the meme of like the dorky looking thirteen year old white kid with like bape. Head yeah, ev- to bape toe. everything. <laughs> all, all the, it was a, essentials, bape and supreme. Yeah, that's, that's it. just everything yeah. from head to toe. I'm telling you, the one boy had on a supreme book bag. He had the chest pouch across his chest and a helmet. And I saw, I was like, is that a fucking? He had a supreme helmet on. And I was just like, why? Motherfuckers in there selling supreme snowboards and just stupid shit. It just it, the sneaker convention shit was bizarre, <laughs> but um, fuck sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love sneakers, heavy but fuck sneakers. but heavy fuck the sneaker game. I'm right on some now. fuck the watch market game right now too. Really? That shit is making me physically ill. I can't believe it. Like all right, so the so I'm trying to get the new AP. The, the AP fifteen five hundred came out 2019. Uh-huh. It replaced that's the Royal Oak, the flat one that uh-huh. all the rappers wear. It replaced the old version of the fifteen four hundred. Still 41 millimeters, but it's like the way that the band is done and all that, it's like sleeker. It's, it's a better product. The power reserve is longer, all of that shit. You retail, you buy it from AP, it's 22.5 or some shit like that. But you never get. You never get. I walked into AP when I was in Vegas. I asked them, do y'all got any 15.500s? I, I would have bought one on the spot. I bought on my credit card. They said, yo, we have a three-year waiting list for 15.500. Shit, the boy Maza, the jeweler, yeah. he'd be like, yeah. I, I be thinking he'd be joking. He'd be like, yeah, there's a year and a half wait for this. I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. So it's like, you got you got, you got got a three-year waiting list for 15500 from AP. So what does that do? It drives the price up. On top of that, a lot of people don't know, AP and Rolex, their factories were closed from March. Well, probably actually earlier than that, probably February up until now. AP still didn't reopen their factories. And Rolex just started reopening their factories to produce their new 2020 line of all these new subs they made. Yeah, the new, new 41 millimeter Orsa Perpetual um, and a couple other watches or whatever that they updated and shit. So my issue with the watch market in general is if I want to buy a luxury good, something like this, that's $22,000 retail price. At no point should I not be able to walk into one of your authorized dealers and purchase it or go on your website and purchase it. That's kind of how I feel about the sneaker shit too though. I shouldn't have to, I feel 100% that way about sneaker shit. I shouldn't have to go through a broker or a third party dealer or somebody in the gray market in Istanbul. Yeah, some random Arabian. <laughs> some random motherfucker yeah. that's like, yo, is my shit going really awry for like some, some black market marketplace in order to buy your product? Make more Raise the price 10%. Whatever the fuck you got to do to make it to where this shit is readily available, do it. But everybody has adopted the sneaker market bullshit where they short the supply, backdoor to these brokers and this nigga with uh, 
goggles on or some shit like that. And <laughs> Definitely heavy goggle vibes. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm and it's like it's always like some shadowy figure that got Niggas the plug. Niggas had goggles on in the sneaker convention. <laughs> it's yo. always like some shadowy figure yo. with goggles on that's like that you gotta facilitate your deal through. And it's like this doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. there's Rolex watches, the GMT Pepsi ro- retails for nine thousand and fifty dollars. I thought ninety four ninety four fifty ninety four fifty ninety four fifty. The subs was eighty nine fifty. Them Jones was reselling for twenty four grand, dog. bro. Right now nineteen thousand. Dog, they was at twenty four. <laughs> I be on a it's an app Chrono. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like be on Chrono I, every day, pissing I, myself I, off. Because I, I I wonder what that was gonna be like my gift to myself for my birthday, and I was just like I spend nine for a drone, but it's yeah. like not nineteen. Not nineteen, like the fuck, like and the problem, you can't even justify that. Like in all seriousness, not saying you can't justify spending twenty on a watch, but the watch got to be worth twenty. It got to exactly. It got to be a twenty thousand dollar watch. I was just talking to my man Hazy last night. Right, his his birthday coming up. He's trying to buy a watch or whatever. Um, he's in a position where it's like he's trying to buy some big shit. Like he's trying to buy a gold sub, a rose gold GMT, uh-huh. an AP. He's trying to buy some big shit, some shit that's like thirty five racks and up. And his whole issue was like, bro, like not that long ago, like four years ago. If a watch was retailing for thirty six at Rolex, we got it for thirty. If a watch was nine grand, we pay either the nine grand or we might have paid seventy five hundred. You heard some funny shit, and I thought about doing it. We was talking about it. We was on a boat. And we was on a cruise last year. They had a rose gold thirtieth year anniversary. The green face. Oh, the Prezi. And in the John, and, and it was basically at like the retail price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I should buy that just on the strength. Like fuck it, just burn the credit card to the ground. If you if you bought that joint for reach right now, it'd be worth like forty two, forty five thousand. The crazy, the shit was literally like thirty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like you know you be on the boat, you get all them discounts and shit. And I thought about doing it just on some shit. Like I, I didn't see this coming to where it's like nobody the did. market was gonna go. <laughs> if you know that, fuck it, you make twelve, thirteen grand. It's like fuck it. But it's like yeah, they had one on the fucking boat in the uh, jewelry store and shit there. And it's just like my thing is like, why do you only have one? <laughs> like it's the 30th year Like why do you it's not Because Rolex is fucking with the allotment Like, like once upon a time You'll walk in Torno and King of Prussia They had everything Right now the last year They have nothing in there Like not even like They don't even have like women's watches Like the women's watches have fucking exploded Because now every woman Black, white, Asian or other Wants a fucking Rolex So now they don't have shit they can sell you yeah. Sydney Thomas down in Delaware You could walk in there They had everything And it's tax free because it's Delaware And Christiana yeah. Mall They don't have shit yeah. But I go to the joint in Vegas At Caesars They got everything Shit when we went to uh Cause I was gonna get her an anklet. That's like the new wave or whatever. Yeah. We went into the jewelry store down in a in the premium outlets and fucking um. Where was we just at? In Norfolk. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Can we look at y'all anklets? And the the black chick, black. She was young. Like she was she was funny as shit. She was like anklets. She was like, I work here and I can't get one. <laughs> She's like, them shit. She had a lot of them on back back order. I was like, yeah. She was like, have you not like watched the city girls? <laughs> she was like, anklets is the wave. There are no anklets. She's like, walk over there to uh to, to K or to this. She's like, they ain't got no anklets. She's like, they just there there are none. They ain't got no anklets. And and it's just like you know how they talk down south. She ain't got no anklets. Yeah, I can't get one. Sugar. I'm like, yeah, I feel you. Like she like, yeah, no, it's just and that's what it is. And, and I personally feel like same way I just said with the sneakers. It wouldn't shock me that Rolex and AP and all these other uh Cartier. It wouldn't shock me for a minute yeah. that they are backdooring with. Secondary sellers, these little, you know, jewelry huts and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like what you say, your man raising the price on them just to slow them down, and that ain't slowing down. 
Yeah, so if Rolex see that to where it's like motherfuckers is spending nineteen twenty three for a brand new GMT that costs nine. Yo, we ain't, we got five we got five new GMTs. Here go fifty of them Jones. <laughs> like real talk, fifty of them. Here go fifty five of them Jones. And they got a hundred of him. A hundred shadowy niggas with goggles that got fifty pieces. Because my thing is, if the watch is on back order for three years, how do y'all have one for this ridiculous price? How do you have three of them? Should the boy Mazda be having eight fucking Pateks in his, in his video? Like, and I've seen it, Joe. Motherfucker had like fifteen Hawks, bro. Yo, the Hawk right now, the new one. Just, Not even the new one. Oh, okay. Just because they discontinued the Hulk. But they did. They stopped in like 18 or 19. 27,000. Right? Yeah? That watch is nine grand. But a Samaritan. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. I just had one. That's I bad. sold my. In the beginning of the pandemic, I sold. I was all. I offloaded my fucking Hulk. I was like, yo, I need some cash real quick. I'm trying to bust a move. Blah, blah, blah. The biggest mistake I ever made. I sold that watch for 11,000. I could, I could have got 22 for it right now. I'm physically ill behind it. I just try not to think about it. Get you here. You are. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, and still yeah. I rise, but that's like a fucked up yeah, jump. Because bad. when I bought the bitch, the whole talk when I was when I talked to the guy in Torino in New York, I ended up buying it from my jeweler in Philly. But I talked to the guy in Torino in New York. They went for fourteen thousand. April two thousand eighteen. He said, "Yo, if you buy this right now." Oh, April twenty nineteen. He said, "Yo, if you buy this right now, Rolex discontinues it. It's going to twenty grand." He's like, it's a sound investment. Like, you're gonna pay like 14.8 with all the tax, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you're gonna get 20 grand for this bitch. I didn't foresee 27. Yeah. Nobody did. Like, yeah. this is a guy that sell Rolexes for a living and he didn't say Again, the shutdown, you're like, who, you know, who could have seen it? Who could have who could have yeah. seen the shit? That's fucking. It's the insane. craziest shit ever, bro. Uh, one John I definitely want to get into. I, the other ones, you know, whatever. Odell Beckham versus Slim Danger. <laughs> And, and a company I, in thoughts. Yeah, a company in thoughts. We've reached a a new low. Yes. In just, I ain't gonna necessarily say me. I was gonna say life. Yes. The exposed culture is the weirdest thing I've ever been a part oh. of. It's nuts. It it it. it <laughs> It makes me physically ill. It it make it it's so. You've been, you what's crazy is I'm actually sick right now, and you've been physically ill like nine times. Yes, this for sure. Show. It makes it, it it. I just feel so bad for these men of privilege that all it takes is some woman to go on some platform and say you did some shit and you did it, mm-hmm. regardless of. It ain't no screenshots. It's a week later. It ain't no screenshots. It ain't no DMs. It ain't no text messages. It ain't no, oh, I talked to his brother and he hooked us up. It ain't no flight registries. It ain't nothing. But she's allowed to go on a platform with three and a half million people and say, I shit on Odell Beckham Jr. And it's like, excuse me? Like, if a man did the same shit... The Secret Service would come get this nigga. Yeah. Like if a man sat, <laughs> Feet too. if a man sat on motherfucking Oprah and was like, yeah, so on Oprah podcast was like, yeah, I fucked Holly Bear, I fucked in ass, came on her fucking hair, everything. Like they would come get this nigga. Be like, they would arrest him for treason. Like you can't do this. Odell Beckham Jr. is the probably the most face recognizable person in the NFL, other than maybe like Pat Mahomes and two three other guys like Tom Brady. Out of out of he's top five for sure. For sure. Face recognize like you know OBJ when you see him. He been on fucking the Rock show that was on HBO. He been on. He's he, on LeBron show. He's on LeBron show. He's on fucking commercial Nike. Com- he's commercial. in Drake's. He's video. in Drake's video. Yeah, it's yeah, just right. the one handed catch. That's yeah. it. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, he's one of the most face and name recognizable and most marketed athletes in the universe. Right. How? He's American royalty. How are you allowed to go on a platform and just say this with no proof and the whole internet erupts and runs with the shit for a week straight? With fake Dior slides. And now she's selling fake Dior slides. No. I promise you. All flavors and colors. Y'all thought I was bullshitting. I got these for y'all. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, all these people are doing is trying to create a clout move to get a platform Chingy to shit. sell you some shit. It's the same shit Chingy went through. It's like, I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to get on. I'm trying to rise from poverty. So whoever yeah. I got to hurt in order to do it, I'm doing it. And I always say on this show, and I say in life, period, consider your source. Like... At this point, yeah. nobody considers their source. Like, how was this chick that fucked six nine for a quote unquote shopping spree where all she got was a Gucci waist pouch and they wear the six nine chain? That's all she got. Out is how was she allowed to go on a platform with three and a half million people and say, "Yeah, I shit on Odell Beckham Jr." And it ain't no pushback. It ain't no, oh well, maybe I see women online. Like, I mean, you know, it just goes to show. Like, you never know with these niggas. And I'm like. Huh? Like he, so he don't get he ain't never been in the media for nothing negative. And he don't get no benefit of the doubt with Crazy. with this bird? Like, nah, I ain't rocking. I I don't appreciate that shit. Like as as a as a, a man, especially a black man, uh, like I, I don't appreciate the, the, the people's willingness to just like try to shit on somebody, no pun intended, for y'all own gain and this is like a real life situation. Like we don't know what's going on with his relationship as a result of that. You don't know what's going on with his sponsorships and shit. Yeah, you don't know what's going on with his start, team because yeah, of that. Yeah, motherfuckers just start saying things. You really, really don't realize just how deep it go depending on where somebody is at. Like now, if Odell pays somebody to whack her, now he wrong. You know right. what I'm saying? Because you playing with me in a different type of manner. You fucking with my life. I'm a hundred million dollar brand. Like, and you playing with me for to sell fake slides on the internet? Mm. Like, huh? Yeah. It just it just doesn't make any sense. And the fact that people are so willing to just pile on for the sake of a good joke at the expense of a man, but when it's a woman, it's World War Three. Like you better not say no shit about that. You better not repost XYZ. And she could be totally in the wrong. And then it's oh, y'all niggas hate your mamas. And it's all of that shit. If it's a, if the woman is the is the subject of the fucking uh, of the or the butt of the joke. Yeah, it it just when you look at this situation, you can't help but be like, damn, because there, there's nothing that comes from it. Like nobody steps in and is just like, yo, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? You, it's just like she said that shit and it's just, it's just whatever. Now she's selling fake slides apparently, and it's just whatever. You know what I'm saying? She still haven't produced no proof. And ain't gonna. Somebody asked me uh, before the Twitter page got unceremoniously deleted. I said, I said, yo, I said, if y'all believe that this girl, if y'all believe this girl so bad, I'll take $5,000, put it in the escrow account. You can take $5,000, put it in the escrow account. And depending upon the outcome of the situation, winner takes all. That's how much I believe this didn't happen because right. I know bullshit when I see it. In the words of Yo Gotti, we see sucker shit too often. I'm able to see past all the bullshit. This girl got dug up out of the ground to come and be yeah. on a podcast with bitches that was just exposing people prior, and that's their whole platform. So Adam said that he told the girl Selena Powell, if you're going to just be exposing people week to week, like, 
you don't really have a future here. You don't have a show. So instead of her exposing somebody, she bring a, another chick on to expose somebody. Like, so explain to me the dynamic of the Adam Twenty Two shit. All right. So Adam Twenty Two has a channel called. Is that the white boy with all yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. No okay. Jumper. Yeah. He has a channel and a platform called No Jumper. I know that. That's they what have I mean. the No Jumper podcast where he interviews rappers. They now have the No Jumper show, which is him, House Phone, and Cam Girl, where they talk about like what we do, like weekly news and whatever's going on. And then they have No Jumper News, which is a short form like news segmented show, green screen the whole shit with him and his rapper AD from California that I actually like a lot. That's like a really respected guy. That, and they do no jumper news together. So he has a whole platform and original content that he produces. So he had the interview with Selena Powell that was live that eventually went viral with the girl talking about the Glizzy Phoenix Man. Glizzy Mania and the Trey Song shit. So he had two viral moments out of that interview. Off of that, they came back. The two girls did an interview with House Phone that did okay. They wasn't exposing anybody. They just talking a regular thought talk, whatever the case may be. And then they created, off of that, they created a show called Thoughts Next Door. Okay. Which is their podcast. So on their initial podcast, I forget what they were talking about. It might have been something else, some other shit or whatever. But then on the second episode, they had Slim Danger on there. And in between those shows, Adam basically said to Selena Powell, yo, you're interesting. You got a great personality. People hate you. People like you, whatever. That's going to make them tune in. But if your whole shit is built around like exposing people, you're not really going to have much of like a, you're not going to have any longevity because eventually I'm going to get the backlash for you constantly fucking exposing people. So she's like, all right, cool. We won't, I won't expose nobody. You didn't say I couldn't have homegirl come on here right. and expose nobody. You know what I'm saying though? And that's what happened. So it's just like, yo, my issue is like Adam, they're finding creative ways to like circumvent like what you want in an absence of like just being interesting or having something to say. And all this is is the fucking call me daddy podcast with some different girls on it. It's right. the same shit. Like and we saw how, how that unfolded and went left and all of that shit with Barcel. So it's a combustible element that you have. And it's like, yeah, you're going to drive traffic, but all money's not good money and all traffic ain't good traffic. So it's like you have a platform where you help break unknown artists or lesser known artists and take them national. You got three and a half million subscribers, bro. I'm sure you're doing probably upwards of, I don't know. 40 50 million views a month mm -hmm. and however many million visitors and da 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 you're going to sully your platform for some temporary exposure from people that weren't watching your channel anyway right. the people that watch this shit don't don't care about blue bucks clan or whatever fucking yeah. new emerging rapper from the bay they don't give a fuck about that they're strictly coming for the sensationalism this is the boss up shade room uh, Hollywood unlocked crowd right. that's coming into your shit that's taking part in this exposed culture yeah. and it's really nasty. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The exposed shit is bizarre. Like it, it a, a, a ball player could DM a chick and no screenshot to DM. Look, y'all, look who DM me, and it'd be like you're dropping the bag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just that exposed shit is just it's it's weird. I don't understand it. I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't. 
it like my my biggest thing is that it just adds to like the demonization of men. Like men can't do shit. You can't even be interested in a woman without it being potential news if you're a successful man because they'll post your DM, post your fucking uh your your, your text message, whatever the case may be. Like you can't do shit. Like you're handcuffed. Like you have to like go through third parties and fucking have NDAs and like yeah. all types of shit like that. And then that's the other thing. In the event of the 1% that she actually did do what she did with Odell Beckham Jr., we don't think that there would be a fucking NDA attached to that. Um. Like you if you if you had irrefutable proof that you did this, you don't you don't think that you would be getting served with a lawsuit right now? You know what I'm saying? Like I just I just don't understand the way people's brains works, and it's like yo, you got LLC Twitter and business Twitter and all this shit, and just nobody's like using their fucking head when shit like this happens. No, they don't even think like that. <laughs> you tripping? They just like oh Odell a freak. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all we got from it. Yeah, Odell freaked out. Yeah. I saw one tweet that was like, see, that's that's his problem now. He worried about the wrong Browns. <laughs> like, y'all ridiculous, man. The tweets were funny. The tweets was hilarious. But at the end of the day, a man who's a $100 million man who is like, if you want to be keep it a being, I get Patrick Mahomes, but not really. Odell is probably the black face of the NFL. Absolutely. He's the most recognizable. The African-American face of the NFL. Yeah. Like, if Patrick Mahomes walked up on you tomorrow, I might or might not know who he is. If Odell walk in the room, the energy going to shift. Like, Patrick Mahomes looks like somebody from 21 Jump Street. So it's like, you really don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he might be a narc. He might be the he, greatest quarterback in the world. He might be a Saved by the Bell extra. But he, he doesn't, like, live his life as a black guy. Just, he's got like a white wife Patrick Mahomes Yeah you know what I'm saying Like he's not, not black and Patrick Mahomes Yeah he's he's like um, And his father's black As a motherfucker He is Dad's ultra black Yeah Was a baseball player Baseball yeah. player yeah Like um Like he's cooler than Russell Wilson <laughs> That's not hard Yeah I mean <laughs> the, <laughs> You know who reminds me Of Russell Wilson Sean The the, the, the He is Russell Wilson The uh The uh Taylor yeah, he reminds me of Russell Wilson. Sean is fucking cr- nuts. Sean is crazy as fuck. Shout out to Sean. Sean yeah. is crazy. Shout out to him. Sean uh, has a Russell Wilson image. He ain't Russell Wilson. That nigga's nuts. Funny ass story before we get out of here. Uh, today I was uh, dropping my bike off for a tune-up at the uh, bike shop and shit. So I'm standing out there. My man Daryl, little Daryl rides past me and shit. Nice little SRT, whatever. He stopped. And... I, we we I, I haven't seen him in you yeah. know we grew up together and shit. I just haven't seen him in a while. Whatever we talk, he like yo I fucks with the podcast man. Like I listen to every episode. I'm like that's what's up man. You know appreciate it. And we just like rapping whatever. And he pulled off and it made me think of like the silliest fucking shit ever. <laughs> I gotta tell this fucking story. So years ago, we were round away, and it's like one thirty in the morning, two o'clock. We were going on a Dutch run to Seven okay. Eleven. You know, everybody was at my house or whatever. So he drive. I'm like, come on, let's let's. He was like out front of my crib in his car. So I was like, I come out and just hop in the car. Like, come on, let's go to Seven Eleven. He like, what? I'm like, go get some backwoods, some Dutches, whatever, whatever. So all right, we ride up to Seven Eleven. Mind you, he driving. I'm in the passenger seat. We pull into Seven Eleven, and all the it's it's not Seven Eleven anymore. You know, Seventy Third Elmwood. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Superstar Nigger Mart or whatever the fuck it's called. You get a hookah. You get yeah, a pistol. A hookah gun. <laughs> <laughs> when we pull up to 7-Eleven, all the spaces were filled. Yeah. Like, you know, the spaces are like that in the front. So all the spaces were filled. So we just was both like, 
the fuck is going on? Like, why is it so packed up this joint, whatever? So I'm like, J- I'm going to just hop out, run and grab the Duchess, whatever. So he like, all right, yeah, I'm, I wait here. You know, like he's in the, the lot, like yeah. in the lot, not in an actual space. So he's driving a gray, he had like a gray Buick. What's the little, the hood Buicks? Um, Century? God, that was the 90s. No, this wasn't that long ago. Um, lacrosse, Lacerne? Lacrosse. It might have been a lacrosse. It was the, that was the round yeah, yeah, yeah. with the round light. Yeah, I think he had like a lacrosse. I don't know. It might have been a lacrosse. <laughs> it wasn't a LaSabe or one okay. of the older ones, but it might have been a lacrosse. But anyway, I get out. I run in the store. So he got a silver LaSabe. I mean, lacrosse. Yeah. So whatever. I know that. I know his car. So I go in the store, and this mad motherfucker's just in the joint. <laughs> just, it's 2 in the morning. The hat just let out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seven rolling. So I see a couple motherfuckers in there. I like, no, whatever. Just random people. Motherfuckers who work there to see. Because yeah. you know the hood. So I finally get the Dutchess. I think I, I, it might have been Dutchess backwards, one of the two. But I remember getting them, and I came out. It's a gray lacrosse in the spot so naturally i'm like okay he got a spot so i come running down i open a passenger door and i hop into the seat and as i hop in husky ass boy was like yo what the fuck is you doing and start reaching the seat i'm like oh no 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 <laughs> 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 what the fuck are you doing i got the wrong car <laughs> so he start reaching out the seat I try to like back out the car. He puts the shit in reverse and comes out the fucking spot. So I'm like halfway in, halfway out the car. He done put the shit in reverse. When he puts it in reverse and hits the brake, I like fly backwards out the car. He puts the shit in drive. He thought I was trying to rob him and shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck was that? I look up, D across the street. He like, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> what the fuck you doing? I'm like, dog. I almost got smoked. I hopped in the wrong fucking car and shit. All stupid. Yeah, hopping in the wrong car. Shout out there, man. I seen him today. Shit, when he pulled off, I thought about that shit. Like, like this thing almost got me smoked. <laughs> <laughs> or some Dutchess. Because in his mind, big ass nigga just come rip his door open yeah. and hop in a car. He don't know what the fuck is going on. And I'm, I didn't even look. I just saw the car. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Your door is unlocked. <laughs> fuck. Dog. Craziest shit ever. But uh, I got nothing else. That's all we got, man. Um, allegedly, I got a couple people working on the intro. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm over those <laughs> alleged. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. Allegedly, uh, Rich Philly, the boss, has somebody. He said, I'm knocking it out today. News told me he was going to do one. News texted me and told me he was going to do one. I see News tweet was like, I wish a rapper would run off with my money. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't get in the studio. <laughs> like, dog. Uh, real, man. Guess all the studios closed because of COVID. <laughs> I, doubt, I doubt that the only thing enclosed in Georgia is the studios. <laughs> I doubt that highly. The strip studios are open. open. They're open. Say it again. Studios are open. Yeah, they have to be open. It's no way around. I don't fucking get it. But I'm out. That's all I got, I man. Go to the doctor. We out of here, man. Peace. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up, up, up. At participating McDonald's.